Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, welcome back to the Juice and Mo podcast, recording this late on a Saturday night. Sacramento was popping. It started in the morning. People were day drinking, and then it went into the Doco area. Thousands upon thousands outside, getting ready, waiting for those doors to open. All I heard all week was Warriors fans were invading. I didn't see many tonight. All I heard was 18,000-plus takeover. Golden 1 Center, L Street closed down as people watched on the big screen. And what they saw tonight was a Kings team that showed a national audience that they ain't playing, that they are here to compete in the first round of the NBA playoffs against the defending champions. They took blows. And they responded in a big-time way. De'Aaron Fox said, I have arrived. This is my moment. His first playoff game, a monster game, leading the Kings to a win. 126-123 to at Golden 1 Center. The beam is lit. People all over the sports world talking about Sacramento right here, right now. How you doing, Mo? Oh, my God. Playoff night chat just hits a little different. The fog smells a little better. It really does. <laughs> really does. Anything is great after a Kings playoff win after 16 seasons of not even seeing a postseason. There is so much to go over here on Night Chat tonight. We appreciate everyone hanging out with us, watching us live. We're on Twitter Spaces as well if you want to hop in and, and chat with us later on. But what a game. We just witnessed a classic game. And this is not like classic. Like, oh, we think it's a classic in Sacramento because the Kings won a playoff game. This was a primetime game. Hype galore. Everyone talking about Sacramento. I have people who work with the league in town going, I've, I haven't seen lines like this outside of a, an arena before, a game before. Mm-hmm. This is insane. I walked outside Gold one center this afternoon yep. at like 2.30. It was jam-packed. Like the doors are about to open in two minutes no, that was hours upon hours before the game. We got prime weather for national people in town. I saw Shams in the building. Talked to him after the game. I said, what do you think of the atmosphere? He says, this was insane. He was talking about it. Everyone on social media is talking about just the environment. Then you add on a game that was a classic with these two teams going back and forth. I about thought that game was over when Curry hit that three fading oh, out. What was that? He's fading away. I'm, how do you make that shot? And then Fox said, I don't care. I'm going to come down and knock a three ball to give my team the lead again. We saw a classic De'Aaron Fox performance. Malik Monk stepped up big Morgan Reagan. And it wasn't a perfect night for Sacramento, yet they find a way to get the win. My God, I'm fired up. And that's what we've been talking about all season long, or even this entire week previewing this series, right? Just about how this team keeps finding and having the will to win. Um, It doesn't matter who they're playing. It doesn't matter if it's a shit team, if it's a good team, whatever type of team it is, they have what it takes to find a way 
to win a basketball game. And you've seen that evolve over this season. And to see it at a whole different level in a playoff game on their home floor with one of their best players not having one of their best games and not shooting well from deep to start, not only is that deflating, I mean, you just think about what it could have done with the score and what Steph Curry could have capitalized on and what we've seen years past the Warriors do. It didn't happen tonight. Instead, it went in the Kings' favor. Just incredible. It was one of those nights where I didn't know how to feel at the half because they were shooting under 40%. They were 4 of 16 from 3, but it's also a 6-point game at the half. And you're like, well... You have to think they'll knock down some shots. Maybe yeah. Sabonis can get it going. Who knows what could happen where De- De'Aaron Fox happened. And it it was not an easy thing at all because the way the third quarter started, it was like, okay, this is not good. Like, the Warriors are going up 10. That one sequence where the Warriors miss a free throw second chance turns into a three ball for Steph to put him back up 10. <sighs> Once Steph went out of the game for his third quarter rest, though, that bled into the fourth quarter, the Kings went on a 23-11 to 11 push, mm. and then they take the lead going into the fourth quarter. That was big-time stuff tonight, and I just walk away thinking a couple of things. You found a way to win a game tonight, a playoff game against the Warriors, defending champs. Wiggins is back in the full coming off the bench when Sabonis... Did not give you much at all offensively, nope. right? He ends up in the game 5 of 17. Kevin Herter was 3 of 12. And Keegan Murray plays under 16 minutes. Three of your starters weren't much of a factor, their usual factor. And the Kings won this game. Yeah. How'd they do it? Yeah. I, I will. I, I mean, there's so many different things that went you could say when still went well for them. I mean, it starts with De'Aaron Fox late can, in that can game. Can we just acknowledge it is game one of the series and your voice is gone. What were you doing at the arena? Were you screaming? No, you, I don't know. Is I, it because you sang last night at the, our live podcast? That yeah, we did? yeah. You know, my live performance. Your, your voice my, is my, gone. My 92nd song. Just you, were like, not, you were not yelling at the game. No, I think maybe talking <laughs> to a lot of people. But yeah, I don't know otherwise why my voice would even be gone. Um, the fog does not help it. Either way, yeah, it's not like I'm screaming out the game. I'm like silent out of game. Um, but Deer and Fox, obviously, in that fourth quarter. But Deuce, I really want to go to uh, fast break, or I'm sorry, not just fast break points, but offensive rebounds for the Sacramento Kings. 17 offensive rebounds, uh, making 21 points off of those second chance opportunities. They were massive. I, I, that was a huge, huge, huge deal in this game. In this series, that's going to be something to watch is the rebounding. Yep. We talked about before the series. Looney presents problems rebounding. Really good offensive rebounder. So good at creating second chance opportunities for his squad. We've seen Wiggins hurt Sacramento on the glass. DiVincenzo is always flying in there. GP2 gets after it. They have guys who will go after rebounds tonight. And Sacramento needed to have a focus of playing with physicality, hitting the glass. They did that. They did that. And that wasn't the only thing. One of the main things that we talked about coming into this series, we said, hey, hey, those Warriors. They've been sloppy with that basketball. They've been turning the ball over. In that last game against the Sacramento Kings, they had a lot of turnovers. Kings did not capitalize on those turnovers. Tonight, 
tonight was different. Obviously, different lineup and everything, too, but it was different. Off of those 15 turnovers, Kings had 16 points. Yeah. And I know it's still not amazing, no. but it's still just like so much better than what we were seeing from the Sacramento Kings. And the transition defense from the Warriors just wasn't as crisp as we saw it before. So, And on the other end, Sacramento had 13 turnovers that turned into five points. Right. Which was pretty right. crazy. So, of course, we'll talk about game two because, look, adjustments are going to be made. This is a series. It's playoff basketball. It felt like playoff basketball tonight, too, which I loved. I think we had so many questions about, all right, how are the Kings going to handle things in this type of environment? Like, the the theme at practice, when we were at practice all week, Mike Brown, every player was talking about what? Physicality. Yep. I felt like the Kings brought physicality in this game. They totally did. I mean, you saw the way that De'Aaron Fox started up on defense, right? Just the way that he was getting up and Steph Curry navigating over screens. But then on top of that, just staying square with people. Like, the locked-in defense and perimeter pressure from some of these Kings players is exactly what needed to happen especially when they weren't shooting the ball well. So at least they were doing something better that they usually lack, and especially on their home floor. So it was nice to see that they were just really locked in defensively, making life harder. I think it threw them off, uh, threw the Warriors off guard a little bit. De'Aaron was phenomenal defensively. Yep. And some of the time it was on Steph, not all the time, but he defended them late too. And Steph still did his thing because he's just ridiculous. I mean, there is like one play in the third where Steph is just running everywhere. Fox is like chasing him around the court. And Steph just gets enough separation to hit a bucket. And then like he's got this awesome floater. Steph was Steph. 30 points for him. But De'Aaron Fox, 38 points in his playoff debut. 13 of 27 shooting. 4 of 8 from 3. He did miss some free throws late. 8 of 12. It didn't end up costing Sacramento. But that was a big-time performance by Fox because he was doing it on both ends. He was getting after it. He was also credited with three steals in this game. I just thought he played with physicality. And if the Kings are going to win this series, he has to, at the point of the attack, be that guy to get into it, to set the tone. Yep. He can yes. do it. He's capable of do it, doing it. And we've seen him grow throughout this season. I think Mike Brown's challenged him. He's accepted that challenge. Darren Fox showed on national TV tonight in a playoff game, that he can get it done. And, you know, that's the other thing we got to talk about tonight with De'Aaron Fox, Morgan. One of my big concerns. Yes. And it's still a concern in this series. The Warriors have so many guys they can throw at Fox. Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, GP2, DiVincenzo. They, they have a ton of guys that can make life challenging. Well, tonight, it did not matter who they put on him. He cooked Wiggins. He's hitting shots in Draymond's face. It didn't matter. GP2, he was getting past GP2. De'Aaron Fox played like a star tonight. He was an absolute star. He was the best player on the floor. Yeah, it was, it was, um, it was really fun seeing him really understand the moment, you know? And uh, we haven't seen it. We haven't seen postseason Fox no. before. So it was like oh, is he going to be ready for this? A lot of shots are being missed in the beginning of the game. Like you said, some free throws being missed. Three steals alone. I mean, we keep talking about his defense and just having those steals and having those, putting those points on the board, especially when Domas Sabonis wasn't having the best game. And especially when 
when I say Domas Sabonis wasn't having the best game, it wasn't only because he wasn't scoring. It was also because they were taking away the DHO. They Dude. were they were doing a great job defensively to alter Sabonis's game, but which sometimes alters the entire offense, but De'Aaron Fox didn't allow that to happen. And that's what's going to happen come playoff time, right? Yep. They're going to take away certain things, and can Sabonis still find a way to impact things? Well, he I mean, he still had 16 rebounds. He still had five offensive rebounds. He had a few steals tonight. I thought he, he was... He's playing hard. He missed some shots. They take away his right. You mentioned the drip, or they take away his left. Yeah. He he actually got off to a solid start. He missed a lot around the rim tonight. And look, man, Looney and Green are physical as shit. Yeah. They're going to mix it up. But can you still find ways? And it's not like he got shut down from the glass. He still got 16 rebounds, and that's with him getting his ass beat down there. Yeah. I don't think he's going to have a 5 of 17 game in game number two. I'm not concerned about it. And, like... You're right. Like they, the Warriors did a good job preventing some of the dribble handoff action at times. Right? It's, it it can be challenging, you know, especially with the tight perimeter defense. They've got a couple of guys that can throw on Herder as well, and so that made life more challenging. But Sacramento, with that said, Sacramento's they put up 126 points tonight. They scored 71 points in the second half of this game, and that's what makes them dynamic. It's okay. You did take away Sabonis tonight, and Herder wasn't able to get his. But the Kings have so many weapons on this team, and it goes to what I said before the series. The Warriors haven't faced a, a, a team like the Kings in the playoffs. And I'm not saying that makes the Kings the best team they've ever played. I'm not saying that. I'm saying in terms of what they can do offensively with so many different weapons. Yeah. No, and I know, I know we've discussed that, and I think if there's other people in here – um, that haven't watched the the Kings all season, then you're going to be like, what are, they, what are they talking about? These are the defending champs. But truly, what the Kings kept doing game after game this season was become a better and better team. Uh, individuals kept getting better and better, which only made their team basketball on the defensive end and the offensive end better and better. And you talk about how Sabonis wasn't just dominating in the paint uh, with his scoring. They still had 60 points in the paint. Right. Obviously, so much of that is De'Aaron Fox taking Malik it to Monk. the rack. Malik Monk. Oh. Harrison. I mean, whoever. How about HB's Eurostep? Dude, yeah. it's just, it was, there's so many moments where I was like, this team is locked in. And, and it, it, that's what I'm saying too is they don't just rely on it's like they're not just relying on Sabonis they have other things that they can do as an right. offense that it, they're not a one trick pony it's not like hey we shut down this it's over the Kings brought it and, and they found other ways to get it done tonight yeah and and I and you know look, just looking at even their 10 steals and just going oh they knew that they had to create offense off of their defense and um by by doing it's not even sometimes it's not even about just getting a steal uh it's about getting that stop getting that defensive rebound contesting a shot not letting Dante DiVincenzo fly in every other play and Looney just battled down low and he still did a great job um he finished with nine boards but yeah it's just they they seem like everyone from the players to the coaches and the coaching staff were just on it tonight. Yeah, and I, I was, they showed up for a big test. And, you know, I wasn't necessarily, I'm not necessarily surprised by this. The Kings have shown flashes of like, you know, they can play. That, that game recently in New yeah. Orleans, we always go back to that 
double OT win, the classic game against the Clippers where they put up 176 points and found a way to win that game. They could take punches, but we all know playoff basketball is different. You get the Warriors. Okay, how's that going to look in a game one situation? Um, they responded in a big way. And I, one of my favorite things about the, the second half, what really impressed me about this group and a credit to the players' conditioning and their buy-in with this, when you're trying to get stops all the time, they pushed the pace in that second half. Oh, Late yes. in the game, it did not matter. There are a couple times I thought, do you want to slow it down a little bit? Mike Brown was telling them, run, 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 run. Get into our shit. Let's go. Yep. Let's tire these guys. And they kept going. Tire them out, but also you see the Kings do such a better job when they're in rhythm, right? When they're pushing the ball and looking like that. Because I think you and I talked about this not on here yet, but um, I was asked by some Warriors people after the game, like, do you think it was the Warriors' defense or do you think it was um, the Kings just missing shots in the beginning? And I thought the shot selection was fine. And I thought a lot of times the ball was rattling in and out. But I think that flow wasn't there. And the flow wasn't there because the Warriors were doing such a great job of taking away uh, Domas Sabonis' dribble handoff and in, in just not allowing him to create in that situation. And a lot of times with him creating with that, it just it moves the ball around a little faster, slings it around, gets the best shot, which I still thought they were getting a pretty good shot from deep. But, yeah, just something was off there. Yeah, and then even in the post, I mean, Draymond Green – He's just so strong. He's such a good post defender. Yes. I mean, Sabonis can bully ball a lot of guys. A lot of guys. And, and Green was like, no, I'm strong. I'm, yeah. You're not moving me much. And it forced Sabonis into some some tough looks. You know, Looney's just tough. These are strong players. And he had a battle with tonight. And, um, yeah, that was, that was impressive. I, I'm just – I saw someone in the chat mention this. And the chat's going crazy. We're going to get to some of the chat. For all the people here watching us live right now, the biggest thing you could do to help us grow is to hit the thumbs up button, hit the like so we show up on more people's pages. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel too. It just helps us grow. But, you know, HB, man, I, I he had that Euro move, but he also had that three where he did not hesitate. Launched the three. It was a big three. Yeah. Put him up uh, the biggest lead of the game. We saw 24 lead changes in this game, and the game was tied 12 times uh, the biggest lead for the Warriors was 10. Biggest lead for the Kings was 6. And that's what's crazy. Even when this Warriors team looked like they were starting to pull away at times, that I think so many Warriors fans and, and people that have been covering the, the Warriors for so long, they're so used to the Warriors getting in that spot and being able to just like pull away or, or keep that cushion there. I think even for a lot of us NBA fans, that's what we're used to seeing too. Like things get scary when they get a little bit of that cushion. And I didn't doubt the Kings tonight where I felt it before in other games where I'm like, when they went down 10, I was, I was worried in the third. I, I felt like they got the crowd out of it. The crowd was coming out at halftime. The seats were kind of empty. I was worried. I still, I still didn't have that doubt yet. Right. And, it, and I don't know if it was just like the way that their energy was the way that they still seem like, no, we got this somehow. And that's what it is. Deuce. They, they, they put out just such a different type of confidence in when they have someone as special and energetic as Malik Monk to help them just be that spark off the Dude. bench, you see why we keep calling him the X factor in this series. We talk about the Kings don't have room protection. The Warriors don't have room protection either. And Malik Monk took advantage of that. Yeah. Malik Monk's got the handles. He could shake a guy, get to the basket. He was creating, getting contact. 
He was 14 of 14 from the free throw line. Tonight. Come on now. The guy played. <laughs> this is a big time performance by Malik Monk. We talk about Fox. He was awesome. Malik Monk was unbelievable. His first playoff game too. He had 32 points on 8 of 13 shooting. He was 2 of 4 from 3. 14 of 14 from the free throw line. And I'll give him credit too. He picked up his third foul pretty early. Mike Brown just kept him in there. And he didn't end up fouling out. It was not an issue. He finishes the game with four fouls. And I just thought he played with great energy. Him getting into the paint was massive in this game. Because they were clogging, too, especially playing off Sabonis. Yes. It was like how they get stuff, something going. Monk comes in and gives him an absolute spark in this game. And, you know, I, I think they combined in that fourth quarter. Fox and Monk combined for 28 of the Kings' 35 points in the fourth quarter. Wow. And also, like... Taking a step back, how cool is that shit for them? Oh, you I mean, they're you like guys, best friends. They've been not only are they like best friends, like playing AU basketball together, yep, yep. traveling together at that young age, and then oh, you have this success and that connection in college. Oh, and now you're doing it mm. in the NBA on a team with an organization that hasn't seen a postseason in this long. I mean. Some truly special shit going on over there, Deuce. And, like, um, what were were you going to mention one more thing about it? I was just, you know, I I think we both said before the series, I think you said, too, I thought Malik Monk was the X X factor. factor. Yeah. Dude, without him, obviously, they don't win this game. With with everything, you know, Sabonis not doing his thing tonight. He couldn't get it going offensively from a scoring standpoint. With Herter not knocking down shots, for him to come in and give you that – Impressive stuff. The Kings end up playing nine players in this game. Mike Brown said before the series, yeah, we're not going to go to eight. Like, maybe nine, ten guys we're going to play. He goes with nine, wondering if Alex Lund was going to be the guy to come off the bench. He was. So they end up off the bench playing Mitchell, Monk, Lyles, and Len. I thought the bench tonight was awesome. I thought even Davion, you don't look at him, and if you look at the box, you're like, what? He didn't do that. No, he impacted the game. I mean, again, he's getting the paint touches. He had four assists. He's playing good defense. He's picking up. He's playing aggressive. There's a reason why they played him. And and we saw different lineups, Morgan. I know you want to jump in. I just want to read this real fast. We saw more Mitchell box lineups than we have seen. I think in this series, with how the Warriors can go small, he feels comfortable going with lineups that feature Mitchell Fox, Herder, Mitchell Fox, Monk. Because they can get away with it against this group. Yeah, they can get away with it. And uh, Davion Mitchell's on-ball defense mm. is that special, right? I, I I think there's this one moment that he was running back on GP2. Didn't once turn his body. Is like sprinting backwards. How, how it's like humanly possible to do what he did in that moment he's sprinting backwards and then strips it almost off of gp2 instead he strips it but doesn't allow him to get a fast break easy too and um ends up being warrior's ball but in that moment i was like okay that's special and then he's the one to knock down the first three-point shot in this game you know and that play was funny clay thompson was like I'm not even coming out to contest it. No, he did, he kind of stared and tur- he turned away. Oof. He turned away. So that cute. was the other aspect of this game that we haven't even mentioned yet. If I'm not mistaken, I think I wrote this down on my notes. The Kings start at, at the half. Their starters were 0 for 10 from three. Okay, 
10 of 37 from the field. That bled into the second half. In the third quarter, I think, was it Fox that ends up hitting the first three as a starter in yeah. this game? No, it was. Yeah. 100% it was. So it it was just one of those weird things. And so back to the bench. Yeah. We, we talked about Mitchell and what he did. Mm-hmm. Alex Len deserves a lot of love. I know he got the defensive player of the game chain. Yeah. This is a guy that was not playing most of the year. Nope. He ends up getting minutes late in the year, and we're all going, okay, does it, are they going with him now? Like, what, what are they trying minutes. to do? He comes in, and he made an impact. How about the block he had on Draymond Green? Dude, he had the block on Draymond rebounding. Green. Rebounding. His rebounding ability tonight, but then also him, <laughs> he had those little two-man game pick-and-roll situations where they were they were giving a, him a little bounce pass and he was throwing it dude, home. Dude, yeah, well, I, that I remember that because they went in a little. The Warriors went in a little matchup zone, mm-hmm. and Draymond was kind of doing his own thing in the matchup zone, and Len took advantage of it. He was like, "Okay, fine, show the disrespect once again." Like it's been, it's been so fun having Alex Len step up later in this season and be like, "Yeah, wait, why, why hasn't Mike Brown uh, <laughs> used him a little bit more?" You know, like yeah. when you when you look at the the backup five situation, not having that girth and not having that size, and it was like Alex Len has been here all along, and we've been going to a small ball five with Trey Lyles, totally fine at, at during certain matchups. But either way, Alex Len just stepping up in such Dude. a huge way tonight in his uh, limited amount of time. I just, I yeah, I loved, I loved how every single player on the squad was locked in. So we've mentioned Mitchell. We've talked about Monk's impact and Alex Lynn. The other guy off the bench tonight that, again, if they don't have his impact in the third quarter, they don't win this game, is our Trey Bay. Oh. Trey Lyles. Trey Bay. He's, He's everybody's. Trey Bay. Well, we're all Trey Bays. Is that what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so the community okay, of people are Trey. Yeah, rewind. rewind. Okay. The other guy we have to talk about, Trey Lyles. Because we are all Trey, Trey Bays. Bays. Okay, right. There you go. Good. That was cringe. Yeah. Yep. Very cringe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Trey Lyles tonight, Morgan. 16 points, 6 of 8 from 3, 4 of 6 from, I'm sorry, 6 of 8 from the field, 4 of 6 from downtown, 6 rebounds, 2 offensive rebounds. He has some big shots in this game. He's some, the Kings couldn't make any threes, except Trey Lyles comes in and knocks down threes tonight. Yeah, and like you said, especially in that third quarter, just hitting some big shots, making some big moves, and um, how fun is it to see that he made an impact in this first playoff game, right? Like, there's been times throughout the season, you're not sure what you're going to get. Whatever is going on with Trey Lyles, is Mike Brown even going to utilize him? And sometimes people have a short leash and you don't get to see another moment. Trey Lyles, um, he did a great job of just really knocking down some big shots when they needed those most. And not only did they need them to obviously put them on the scoreboard, but also just for their mentality, right? Because when you see that shot start to fall in, it just gives the entire team, the morale, just a little bit more confidence. I'm sorry, Morgan. I just I just looked down. What? And I think oh. we officially have the largest night chat audience in our history. 1,300 plus people. Turn the fucking jets on. Turn the fucking jets on. Appreciate you guys, you guys so, are so, so much. Cool. Amazing. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Also, before we continue to talk about some things that were not good, or we got to focus on some Warriors stuff too. Yeah. Uh, someone alerted me that our guy Wob saying "shut up and light the beam" tonight on his stream. Did he really though? So like, I don't know. If someone. Whoa. Let's see. Let's see okay. what this is okay. about. Okay. If you guys don't know, Morgan 
has a song called Shut Up and Light the Beam that I we think it, it's atop the Spotify charts tonight at this hour. Let's see how that went down on his stream. Hmm. <laughs> to the tune of Light the Beam, Light the Stream, Light the Stream. Yeah, I've hit the like button for us. We're almost at 400 okay. likes. That's our round number. That'll get us to an after party. Come on. Shut up and light the beam. Let's go, Morgan. That's the Deuce and Mo guys, right? <gasps> That's a great little tune. Shut up and light the beam. Let's go. Wait, Let's he, go. Said, he said our names. Jeez. Oh my God. Okay. What okay. is this? Okay. You can sing that anytime you want. Oh, man. Oh my God. So cool. That was pretty cool. Okay. It kind of made <laughs> What? Kind of makes you want it, doesn't no, it? No, no. I told Deuce is like, oh man, should we sing Shut Up and Light the Beam for the people? And I'm like, we don't have to. It's no, fine. No, 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 no. You got If you want to say no to the people, you can say no yes, to the people. Yes, I'm saying no. I'm saying no. Like, no, you guys. It's like big moments, you know? Like, we got to act like we've been here before, so right? Here's my thing about tonight. I actually had a Warriors fan in my mention or some other fan in my mention, right? Saying. You guys are acting like you want a championship tonight because I, I took a video of the crowd celebrating after yeah. me. I'm like, bro, you could celebrate a win without like thinking you won the series. The Kings haven't won a playoff game in 17 years. It's okay tonight to go, hell yeah. And then you go, tomorrow, let's free focus. focus. We're going to talk about game two between the Kings and the Warriors, right? Yeah. Is like, that so you could celebrate it tonight? Yeah. No, I, I think that's um. I think it's it's weird if people think, uh, especially sports fans, think that you you shouldn't be celebrating, and especially because of the situation that the Kings have been in for the last seventeen years, sixteen seasons. Also, I understand we're ring culture, guys. It's okay to like celebrate moments in life. You, we only celebrate when you win a championship. That's all that matters. No. We're going to celebrate when you win your first playoff game since 2006, okay? Mm -hmm. That's all there is to it. We're going to enjoy the moment. We're going to appreciate the atmosphere tonight. What did you think of the crowd tonight? Because I thought that was, I mean, by far the loudest it's ever been at Gold Once. But I've been to playoff games in Sacramento at Arco Arena back in the day. I mean, it's up there. It's It was so loud tonight. 25 minutes before the game when the players came out of the tunnel, I took video of it. I was, I was floored by how loud it was. And I'm going, the game doesn't start for 25 minutes and everyone is standing right now. It was incredible. You guys, I, that's that's the thing. It wasn't like, oh man, it was just a loud crowd. You could feel the, like, the wait is over. Enjoy the ride. Soak this all in. And I'm not just talking about fans. I'm talking about ambassadors around um people that are greeting people that are coming on in security guards it's it was everyone feeling this moment and there was also like for for this not happening for so long and never happening at golden one center i thought there was a lot of things really organized um which was great the everything from Scott Fresh Hour. Morgan, the the intros were sick. The pyro that was just oh everywhere. The flames. Everywhere. And then when Fresh comes out and does his normal pregame pump. Yeah. And then you see Slamson propelled up. I didn't think he was going that high. Yeah. No. He, I, he had the big filler roar sign and he went all the way up to the top. Yeah. 
you could not pay me a million dollars to clip me in and go all the way up to the top of the building. Either way, it was just, it was all so special. And that's why um, I, I think... I think even some media members, you know, that have been covering this team for so long, whether you're a fan or just covering this team, you could feel the emotions. But I will say one thing. I was in the uh, one of the media rooms and I was in the bathroom and you can hear everyone like walking by. I'm just like brushing my hair. And I just hear this guy go at the half. Oh, yeah, this is going to be an easy one for the worst. Probably a quick, easy and four. And I'm just like. Wait, why is he so confident? Well, do you think it was sick? Nate Duncan? I, I saw Nate Duncan at the game, and look. What? <sighs> what? I just feel like he's such a wet blanket. What did he do? He tweets out during oh the game. Okay, Nate Duncan. In a game that everyone, like, objectively is like, dude, this crowd's kind of insane. Uh-huh. King's crowd definitely loud when something good happens. But not... The spontaneous standing and chanting I would have had hoped for from a really amped playoff crowd so far. I well, what, I what just are you talking about that's the thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was one of the loudest crowds you probably ever heard. Yeah, it just—it was not the sustained spontaneous standing and chanting. Dude, what a wet blanket. Well, I mean, that is... It's, that is so... Well, here's the thing. Here's out. Here's my only thing. That is just not... It's not true. Thank you. It's not true. And, like, um, I, obviously, we're going to be in Chase Center coming up game three and four. And it's... You just... If it's loud... Then you just be just be honest about it. I don't. I don't. I really just don't understand that tweet. <laughs> it was very bizarre. <laughs> just be honest about it. Why are you lying to the people? I don't get it. Um. Well, oh, we were just talking about the fans and how loud it was after the game. Is this our very own Morgan Reagan of the Deuce and Mo podcast? Dude, I got to run up to Malik Monk. Morgan, right after the game, chatting oh. with uh, Malik Monk. Uh, let's uh, hear what that conversation was like you guys got the win how does it feel you hear this man it's, it's, it's crazy we've been hearing this all year um and we're just happy to be here in front of the fans man they've been waiting on it for 16 years and we're just happy to give it on this fan that was really cool yeah he was also asked uh by morgan about De'Aaron fox Fox, that kentucky connection <laughs> what's so special about that we're just so close um we know each other and we know how to get each other going, so um, it, I'm just happy to be on the team with him. And what about De'Aaron's performance tonight? Oh, yeah, he's an all-star. He's been doing this all year. Um, he's going to continue to do this for us. And Malik, what makes this team so special and so ready for the playoffs? We don't care who night it mm. is. Um, we all want the same thing. Kev might go off. I might go off. Fox might go off. We just unselfish. Thanks so much. Malik. Go enjoy the win. Yeah, that last line. Joy. That last line, Morgan. You know, these are moments you appreciate with a team because it doesn't always last like that forever. You yeah. Know? Some teams, you know, success happens. Some people want more of the shine. There's it, egos involved. I want totally. my shots. And this team this year, it's even when guys aren't like we're, on, we're at practice the other day. Who's who's all amped up still out there? Rashawn Holmes. This guy used to be a starter on the team and he's engaged. I love that. It's, I love that shit. It's just you guys. It's it's something else. And when you have the buy-in from everyone, it's like, hey, believe that if you just, if you do a great job in your role, 
you're going to be successful in so many ways, whether it's as a team, whether it's as an individual, you're going to grow um, as, as a person on and off the court. Like there's just so many lessons and other things going into this season for so many of these guys. And uh, when, when you're, when you see this type of special connection between Guys that are getting paid lots of money and playing at a very high level and are playing in front of a lot of different cameras on a lot of different platforms. And they know that they can try and evolve their own individual career by trying to get theirs and whatever. But they also know that they can do even more if they buy into a winning system. And that's what they're doing right now. De'Aaron Fox played the entire fourth quarter. So did Malik Monk. And that combination makes life a little more challenging for the Warriors. I know, you know, going into game two, I'm sure Kerr is going to be focused on, all right, how do we slow down the penetration of Malik Monk? How do we limit his impact? I just think that could be really challenging when you have Fox on the floor too. But, you know, you, you have to worry about Fox. And I know they have multiple guys that can throw at uh, Fox or, or Monk, but... Those guys are getting to their spots. It was it was really impressive tonight uh, for the Sacramento Kings as they win one twenty six to one twenty three. You want to get to our dog of the game? Ooh. Our first ever playoff dog. Okay. Stop. Honestly, I have such a good bark. It's a play. No, and like the like the the lip thing. It's yeah, just no. It's like it's like honestly, like I, ugh, it makes me want to throw up. Here's my problem with you. Yeah, what's Here's up? my problem with no, you. No, what's up? The chat likes it, and you should. Sometimes I don't think lean. they like it. You should lean in. I think you should lean I think they're laughing what? at you and not with you. <laughs> Who was your dog or the game? The options, and I was only limited to to four. Uh huh. Oh. Yeah, only limited to four. Um. De'Aaron Fox, uh-huh. Malik Monk, Trey Lyles, Kings fans. Ooh. Do you want me to pick one? Yeah. I got to go with De'Aaron Fox. His first ever playoff game, and he dropped, what, 38? Come on now. Dude, Just 38 in and, his and, playoff debut. And no one could stop him, and he got to his spots at the end, and it was just incredible. Yeah, he's my dog of the game. It's just there's so many dogs. They it, the Kings played like dogs tonight. Like they brought physicality. I think a lot of people were concerned about all right, how were the Kings going to play? Well, they're near the bottom of defense in the NBA. They don't play physical. Well, tonight they showed up and they they, they take game one. Now, obviously, game two, the Warriors are gonna play with a, a sense of desperation. And we can talk about that in just a second. But we should mention that tonight's night chat, the first ever playoff night chat, is presented by our buddy Sean Stanfield over at rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. Uh, if you're looking to purchase a house, you're looking to refinance, Sean is your guy. He's a big Kings fan, too. I know he's amped up about tonight. He's helped uh, a few of our podcast listeners yeah. find houses or refinance. He is the guy to hit up if you need any of that stuff. You can do it by going to his website, rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. You can also call or text him right now if you wanted to. Yeah. He's probably watching. You just be like, hey, can I refinance, man? Light the beam. 916-276-7563. That's 916-276-7563. Equal housing lender subject to credit approval. NMLS ID number 349707. Company NMLS ID number 2611. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Thanks so much for our friends at... Guaranteed. Great. Guaranteed. 
We're also presented by a New York Times best-selling author. Mm. She was at the game tonight. Yeah, she was. Hanging out in the upper bowl. Dude, T.R. Reagan. T.R. Reagan. Uh, if you need an awesome, disgusting book in a way, yes, you want thrillers, you, you want to check out her books. It's really cool about them. They're all based in Sacramento. This is someone who got denied by publishers for years. So she went, I'm just going to publish myself because I love what I do. I want to write. I want to write. So she self-published. She hit it big. And now you can get her books on Amazon where she's been at the top of the charts on Amazon. New York Times bestseller. USA Today. She's done it all. Her thrillers, they are dark. They're disgusting and based in Sacramento. Where can they get them, Morgan? You can make sure to go to Amazon.com, search TR Reagan, or you can go to trreagan.com. And like I was always saying, Deuce, we've had so many listeners come up to us and talk about, oh my gosh, I love T.R. Reagan books. I love them. Oh my God, they're so scary. Oh my God, they're so disgusting. So if you want to be a part of that book club community too, make sure to go to amazon.com or trreagan.com. All right, Morgan, uh, looking at the Warriors from this series, I mean, Steph Curry tonight had 30 points. Clay had his moments where he knocked down some threes. He had 21 points. He had six rebounds, five assists. Draymond had some great passes tonight. He ends up with 11 assists, nine rebounds. Look at he tweaked his ankle at one point in this yeah. game. Uh, when he came back, um, Andrew Wiggins made his return. I think this is going to be something to watch going forward. They did close with him at the end of this game, and he came off the bench for the first time in his NBA career tonight after this long layoff. He finishes with 17 points. He got off to a really nice start. I felt like he wasn't going to miss at all. He ends up 7 of 16, 1 of 8 from 3 in this game. It's going to be interesting to see how they kind of utilize him going forward where like how long will he be coming off the bench? When do, do his minutes increase? Maybe they increase by game three or four. Yeah, and not only when do his minutes increase, it's uh, when is he going to feel like he has his groove back to, right? Where he's already starting to look like, oh, it, it, it it's there, right? It, it's a little bit, um, I'm not worried, but at the same time, you can recognize the impact that Andrew Wiggins can make for this Warriors team that, Needs him out there. Also, can we talk about why did E40 get kicked out of the game tonight? Does anyone know? All I saw was like some video of like when he was getting escorted out, but I don't know what led to <sighs> E40 who was at the game tonight. If anyone has any any idea. I mean, that's a big... I mean, you have to think E40 did something. Or they didn't know who he was, right? Because don't you get some leeway as a celeb to be kind of an ass? No. There is... Oh, there okay, is you're right. There's some celeb privilege. Yes, yeah, yeah. You probably spent thousands of the game. Yeah. You're, you're E40. Yeah, the, the, the elitist group. Yeah, for sure. That happens everywhere. You're right. No, you're right. I have no idea what he did, but he must have been pissed off. He was, he, I, the, the, I could tell on camera what he was saying. He was, he was in the face. He goes, tell me when to go. 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 Oh, my God. If you want to... Um, never come back because that was the most cringe thing that you okay. the that, most what it was cringe because your setup you were <laughs> come on man you don't think you did you that you guys that was like a you are not a dad that was a dad like joke that made you sound okay, no, so no, 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 old no 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 we're stopping right here on a saturday night mm -mm. i'm not letting you rain on my mm -mm. parade tonight like Nate Duncan wet blanket did tonight he wouldn't like it either. Chat, was that a dad joke or was that kind of funny? Hella cringe. 
People are laughing about E40. This is this playoff, is playoff thank Deuce. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Come on. Morgan is way too hard on Deuce. Oh, st- stop that right I, now. Yeah, and you're right, right Brooke. Now. It was millennial. As a, as a Gen Zer, I like to sprinkle in some millennial. Brooke, are you kidding me? What? Are you kidding me? Cringe. Good. Good. Good, good, good. Be on my side. I like this, people. I need this on a Saturday night. Uh, you know, this is the best way to... That was kind of cringe, but we'll let it slide because you're cool as fuck. Okay. 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 Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Oh, my you. God. So No, stupid. but honestly, like, he freaking can tell the game. Like, what did he do? Dude, I need to know what he did. So weird. So weird. Um, For the most part, a lot of great, uh, just easygoing Warriors fans, like, respectful, the ones we that I did need, see. I think we, we kind of skimmed over this for a second. Okay. Over the years, and De'Aaron Fox was actually talking about this after the game. Yeah. He was asked about the fans. He goes, I'm going to be honest. I thought there would be more Warriors fans based on his career in Sacramento. Look, the Warriors, they've won four championships. They've been awesome. And they're not that far away. So he expected more Warriors fans to be here. Um, And he was like, there weren't that many. There weren't. And I... I noticed it when I went outside today or this afternoon. I, I got to the arena and I went outside around two thirty, two forty-five, and I'm looking around. I'm like, I don't see yellow. The other thing that jumped out to me when I went back to the arena, yeah, Steph Curry came out for his warmups. Yeah, yes, you, and you know this when Steph Curry goes out for warmups at There's Gold a- One Center, there's usually like a block of Warriors or fans like the lower bowl and the is lower almost bowl. packed. And yeah, you, you hear even if you're not paying attention, you hear this like commotion. Like, oh, Steph Curry's on the floor. Like the crowd's into it. Yep. You did not hear that tonight. And Kings fans showed out for all the talk this week about Kings fans are just selling their tickets. King, and maybe game two looks different. There's always a possibility that Kings fans wanted to go to game one and sold game two. For sure. So I'm not trying to act like all cocky here. I just thought Kings fans showed out tonight. There, It wasn't a fa- You, of course, saw some. But I, my bold prediction, you're going to see more Kings fans in San Francisco than you Ooh. see Warriors fans in Sacramento. Because tickets were cheaper. And Kings okay. fans are rolling deep. Kings fans are fired up. Today, there weren't that many Warriors fans. There were some, but not many at all. And Kings fans showed out in a big way. Uh, what was the final attendance tonight? 18,253. Oh, hell yeah. And Dude. Like, and, you know, unofficially, like, what, 100 Warriors fans? No, stop it. No, but and in, in for the most part, too, and that's maybe that's why. Because there was less of them that they didn't, like, feed off each other. It wasn't as annoying. You know, like, I would talk to couples and like one would be a Sacramento Kings fan. One would be a Warriors fan. I'd make a joke. And then they were just like super nice. There's only one, one Warriors fan that I saw in the crowd. And and he was just, he was so disrespectful, so obnoxious, right? Just to the fans around him. And this guy turns around and goes, I do this Kings fan. And he goes, I do not want to go to jail tonight and i was just dying the warriors fan uh, kind of stopped because it was like yeah what are you doing like have fun with it don't just like be obnoxious so it was good he shut up after that a little bit more yeah crowd was spectacular it was such a cool environment the emotions were hot i thought the crowd i mean it seemed like they were standing the entire yeah. fourth quarter and that was it was really cool to see i the kings just closed that third quarter so well it went into the fourth quarter and they handled business tonight. You know, the, you know the Warriors are going to bounce back. They're going to play desperate. They don't want to go down 0-2. I mean, that's 
the pressure was on them coming into the series. The pressure is completely on them in game two to adjust. Um, what's the adjustment? I, Sabonis had a really rough game. They did a great job on Sabonis. Great they took job. that away. You know, what can they, could they throw some more doubles at Fox, get the ball out of his hands? I, I think they might have to do that. Like the guy, he destroyed them tonight. Fox he, cooked them. Yeah. And I think, I think if they, what you, you just want them to blitz De'Aaron Fox, maybe throw that double at him high and then um, allow others to create. But then if you're, if you're banking on that and Sabonis is in the game, then it's giving him a better opportunity to create with somebody else. Right. So I don't know how the Warriors uh, necessarily adjust to that, but today's episode is sponsored by nerd wallet, smart money podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year. Yeah, and it's a really confusing time, by the way. There's all these documents, especially with us, like we are managing finances together because we run a small business together there's all these different papers there's all these different forms what do you do you listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast yeah because then you can be making a balanced budget and not just for everything you're doing with your business how about for some time off after an nba season even that sounds amazing so you know what you need to do listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast on your favorite podcast app future you will thank you after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said done uh something else i wanted to tell you too i told you about this earlier but steve kerr 21 and 3 coming into tonight's game in game ones um coaching obviously the warriors uh with steve kerr as their head coach and so 21 and 4 now and i mean that's a pretty damn good game one record for steve kerr and his warrior squads and it's just really cool that I felt like Mike Brown and his coaching staff really stepped up their game. You never know what you're going to get. Is the pressure going to hit? Is Are you guys going to feel like um, you are playing the defending champs? And it never felt like that tonight. The Kings just felt really under control. And, yeah, the, the Warriors, though, are going to make their adjustments. So how are the Kings going to respond to these adjustments? The Kings definitely threw some different looks, right? Like, they did some different things tonight. They busted a box and won at one point, so... We'll see if they continue to try 
those type of things. And Mike Brown's going to, but that this is what's fascinating. Like the, the game to game adjustments. Kaminga was just not good for them at all tonight. Uh uh-uh. Um, but th- that's the one thing with Golden State. I just don't feel like they can trust their deep bench. I think their rotation is kind of their rotation. I think one of the things to watch going forward is do they increase Wiggins' minutes? And that impacts DiVincenzo, of course, right? If they end up going more Wiggins. I thought Jordan Poole was pretty rough tonight. I don't feel like he was very good. I mean, I know he ends up with 17 points. He got cooking for a stretch, but, but I felt like he was chaotic out there. Yeah, and and he's he can – I don't want to call And him, they went at him defensively. It, and he can be an X factor at times, right? Like when you see him get hot – Sometimes things just anything will fall for him and that can get scary. And so you just want to make sure to keep him under control defensively. And I think when going back to uh, to the Warriors defense, you know, if you're the Kings and they're just like in a straight up man, like seek out deer and Fox needs to seek out Steph Curry somehow, right? Like try and get him on you in that pick and roll. Um, Just make sure that you're staying. I actually think they did a decent job of that tonight. Like Curry's just, you talk about this all the time. Yeah. He's like a soccer player. Yep. This guy does not stop. His conditioning is unbelievable. The yeah. way he can keep going. You're like, all right, this Deer and Fox is not like he had he has the speed. He's got the quickness. He's got the um ability to he's got the conditioning too to run with them but yeah. Curry's just so good at getting it and he only needs a little space well I was talking about De'Aaron having the ball and Curry playing defense and then trying to get that switch because right. Curry they don't want Curry yeah, to have yeah, any yeah, of that yeah, and yeah, so yeah. if they My keep bad. seeking that out no but you go back to that and you're exactly right Deuce how many times have we talked about that these guys are being coached by Mike Brown who came from a team that understands what type of conditioning you need to have so it is so cool to see them be able to keep up with Steph Curry well for the most part keep up with Steph Curry as much as they can um when they are playing defense on him with Keegan 16 minutes he only played like five minutes in the second half I mean he's gonna start game two yeah 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 yeah. um I think Mike's just this is what he's kind of done all year I'm not exactly surprised by it a couple defensive breakdowns Missed some shots, and I think he goes, we tried a different lineup, and that lineup was working. We're trying to win games. Yep. And I feel like that's just what Mike Brown's going to do. Keegan Murray is going to be an important part of this team long term, but I think in the playoffs, if he doesn't have it or if there's mistakes that he feels that can really impact them in a negative way, they're just they're going to go a different direction. And I'm totally down and fine with those adjustments, right? I mean, that's the what... The leashes get shorter sometimes the in the playoffs. Le- and, and that is fine because you know that that leash length starts all over in the next game. That's what I love about Mike Brown. Like, he's willing and down to be like, here's another opportunity. What are you going to do now? And what we've seen from Keegan Murray throughout the year is his response and his ability to be so coachable that he can make those changes. Now it's different. It's playoff basketball. Um, He had opportunities through the season where he'd be in little funks, but there was also so many other things going on at that time. So I think now from game to game, hopefully in game two, whatever it is that they're showing him on film and saying, okay, this is what you need to do different. Or, Hey, you need to feel a little bit more confidence and put that ball on the floor and attack whatever it is. We need to see him do in game two. Yeah. And someone in the chat, I think, let me uh, scroll up. Dre was saying in the playoffs, ISO players are extremely important. Yeah, no, they absolutely are. And you saw 
you know, Curry, when I so mowed a couple of uh, times late in that first half, I, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, I mean, Curry just hit some shots late. You're just, I don't know what you do. I mentioned that shot in the corner, hit yeah. that floater. I'm like, I, what do you do? What do you? So the I was guy's ridiculous. I was at that tunnel where he hit that shot in that corner on that side of the he court. He was behind the basket. It seemed like. Oh, you guys, I thought he was like next to me. Like, oh, are you out of bounds? No, oh no. He's just literally behind the basket, barely knocking down the shot. All the people around you just are all staring at each other. Like how, how, wait, how, it's how like, did that do it? You're how? surprised, but you're not surprised <laughs> right. when you see something like that. Right. It's Steph effing Curry. Just an incredible incredible player to watch yeah. but to back back to Lisa, we mentioned steph can do that he's gonna hunt mismatches um you know on the other end that's what the kings were doing with fox and monk those guys monk has the ability to break a defense down and get to the basket or get those paint touches so i'm eager to see what that looks like i'm also eager to see if they can establish something in the pick and roll game with sabonis yeah and monk because we didn't really see that time tonight and to the Warriors' credit, man, I thought Looney did a fantastic job contesting on Sabonis shots. They, I mean, even Draymond in his post defense, they did a great job on Sabonis, and he's he has to have more of an impact scoring in this series, and I think he will. It's one game. I, I'm with you, and I think uh, early on in this game, the assist numbers seem pretty low, and but they, they're missing shots left and, and right. And that's you know, a, well, yeah, but. But you talk about the missing shots left and right. You know, it goes back to kind of what we were saying. The DHO being taken away um, from Sabonis being able to execute. It was messing with the flow of the offense. And the flow of the offense is usually, like, when their flow is good, their shots are falling. Just everything's in one motion. Everything's in rhythm. And that was taken away from them, even if they were still getting good looks at the basket. So, yeah, when that gets going again, hopefully the assist numbers go up a little bit um, higher and quicker, I guess. Well, then... He did have a big dunk late in the game. I'm gonna pull it up here because I know oh, people hell. like I know people yeah. like having some uh, G-man highlights on the podcast. I saw G-man. We were waiting by the locker room after the game, and he was walking in. I just gave him the biggest hug. I'm like, I'm so happy for oh, you. Oh, he had so much fun tonight. It, oh, was, it was so cool. Just um, and also everyone who showed up at our we did a live podcast in Sacramento. Not even a podcast, a live show in Sacramento. Shout out to Mark J Spears who came by. G-man was there. It was such an unbelievable energy from the crowd. Like, I, we just had such a good time. We had uh, our buddy Adam Wojnarowski. Yep. Um, yep. It was so cool. We, we met, hung out after the show, and I feel like we talked to, at least we tried to talk to every single person that showed up, but dude, unbelievable. And now we just have to book a bigger place next time. Yeah. No. So thank you for making it such a special playoff eve. Um, for us, with us, it was uh, truly something amazing because I just, I do believe we have the best community Dude, in town. Amazing. Also, this was amazing. The clock in its relentless march. Curry for three. Too strong. Rebound. Malik Monk. Man, he went on the trampoline to sky for that one. He throws the Fox inside to Sabonis. A two-hand rip. A brilliant pass from De'Aaron Fox. And Sabonis has given the Kings a five-point advantage at 119 to 114. It equals their biggest lead of the evening. But still 255 to go.
Yeah, that was a big-time play right there. Fox setting him up. And before that, you had Monk getting it going. Sabonis drives in the lane, kicks to Davion, swings it out to Malik Monk. He's in attack mode. He finds the seam, goes right to the rack and scores. 26 points for Malik Monk. That was dope. And then Fox. Here comes Monk back with a drive and a kick. Out to Fox. On the right wing for three. He's got another one. Back and forth we go. What a playoff ball game this is. Sacramento leads at 115-114. 3.40 to go. And it still came down to the end. You couldn't ask for more drama in the opening playoff game. Inbounds pass to Curry. He turns. He wheels. He fires. He misses. Bones with the rebound. And Sacramento has won game number one. After 17 years without a playoff experience, they have risen to the occasion. They were down by 10, not once, but twice in the third quarter. And they battled their way back. They took a one-point lead into the fourth. They opened up a six-point advantage at 122 to 116. They hung on as the Warriors fought their way back. And Sacramento gets the victory. The final score is 126 to 123. And let me tell you, if you can't sense it, if you can't feel it through the radio, this place is absolutely nuts. Are you kidding? Playoff G-Man? Playoff G-Man? By the way, 80 plus years old, G Man. Let's like, let's just I hate throwing out ages, but you know, when you get to that level of old, you have to acknowledge when someone's being great at I don't even right? think like I don't even think he's an age. Like I feel like he is just like the G Man yeah. forever. Like this person in playoff G Man is on another level. That's oh my god. Hilarious. I see people in the chat saying that Wob wants to talk to us. We're doing a live show. I mean, well, I don't he know. Can join he can hop Twitter on Discord. Can we do a cross stream? That would be so cool. I'll I'll hit him up. That's kind of a weird thing to say, cross-stream, but it's all good. (laughs) We should talk to the people, though, and we should give some love to the nearly 1,200 people watching us Mm -hmm. live right now. It's a Saturday night. People amped up that the Kings got the win. First time in a long, long time they win a playoff game. If you have not yet, hit the thumbs up button. Let's get to 800 thumbs up. Uh, Shout out to the people in the Super Chat. Peyton donating two bucks. Uh, appreciate. Oh, that was the other day. My bad. We're getting all these new subscribers. Appreciate oh. all the new subs. Mike, the baller, Jordan, Richard, Israel, AG, the goat. What's up, Michael? Jim for taco donating two bucks saying not tonight. What's up, Brandon? Thank you so much. Mr. Turtle becoming a member for 10 months. Kings are one and oh the night after a deuce and mo live show. That's a fact. That's a stat. You can't deny. What's up, Andrew and bam. For subscribing, thank you. 2K donates five bucks. Let's go, Kings. Best night of the night for me was when J. Will was on the Jumbotron and a kid behind me said, That's Deuce. Oh. Okay. I love that you. <laughs> I'll take it. J. Will, I-, I had that double nickel jersey back in fifth grade, Schweitzer Elementary. Wildcats, what's up? Absolutely. Oh. Thank you so much to Murph World continuing to be a sub on Twitch. Uh, Peyton becoming a member for five months in a row. Steve Berg donating 10 bucks. I've never been part of a more fun, loud, crazy crowd as that. Aww. Loved every second of it. Borderline religious experience. Amen. Thank Whoa. you, basketball gods. Thank you, basketball gods. What's up, Ivy Casing? Donating 50 bucks. You guys are the best. Stop it, you guys. Appreciate the new subs from Poo Poo in My Pants on Twitch. Jesus. And Neo, 26 months in a row. Hey, Shawnee Sean donating two bucks. How do we get some bonus going? They got to him. 
Yeah, they did. They were physical with him, and that's going to be a key to watch. I think Sabonis will be fine, and he's going to have to. He's a smart player. He'll find ways to adjust. That's what makes the series fun. But it's you know they, they're going to be physical with him, and he's going to get a lot of attention. Can the Kings find other guys to make them pay? They did tonight, so maybe they can't focus as much on them. They're going to have to pay attention to other guys. Shout out to all the new subs. Gotham donated twenty bucks saying, "Go Kings, Kings and six. What's up, Tiffany? Donating five bucks. Thank you, Dissect Podcast with 10. Is this real life? The game is a blur. All I can remember was Fox was amazing and G1C was loud. Beam Team King donates 20 bucks. You guys are insane. Five bucks from Citro. How many babies do you think are going to be born in Sacramento about nine months from tonight? Beam babies. Ryan, thanks so much for the $5, $10 donation. Jason Gallagher. What's up, Jason? With the sub. Ty, donate 10 bucks. Also, I'm going to need Kings fans to get louder. I saw a lot of Kings fans just sitting and watching during periods. Uh, I, I... Hard disagree on that. And Richard donates $126. A random number? No, it's not random. That's how many points the King scored tonight. Hey! Dude, thank you. You guys are all, wow, far too kind. Oh, my far God. Too kind. Amazing. Oh, my God. Amazing. Thank you. This is so cool. This uh, is yeah, so appreciate fun. all of you guys so, 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 so much. What about the people that have been waiting in our night chat feed? Let's check in with our guy. It's Manny in the building. Hey, Manny. What's up, guys? Dude, what a night. What an atmosphere. Oh, my God. You. It was amazing watching all of you guys. Dude, I, I, I flew back from Chicago on Tuesday. I saw... Mark Jones at O'Hare Airport. He was on his way to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to bother him. He was talking games, of course. He just he's like, oh my phone's cool, cool, Mark. Cool. He, right before he left, he just walked by me. He goes, gives me a pound, says, Go Kings. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. it right there, man. That's the mark right there. And it's just watching. I, I've been sick all week. I was so mad I couldn't take the little one today to Doko, but I've been under the weather. And uh it was crazy, man. Just watching all you guys and getting to experience all yeah, that. You do sound like. Are, are you okay? You you don't sound well. I'm still a little bit under the weather. Oh, I'm still a little bit under the weather. But hey, can we just say one I thing real to... fast? Draymond Green already did a podcast tonight. Whoa! Are you serious? Yeah, someone just linked it. Whoa! Draymond Green already did a podcast tonight. Wait, can we hear a little bit of it? We should play some of it on the on the podcast to get our reaction to Draymond. But anyway, Manny, yeah, dude, it was a special night. What what was one of your favorite moments? For me, and it's an encapsulation of the game, is I almost felt like Golden State gave them everything they had, and they didn't even get 70% of us. Like, I, mm. like, we didn't play our best game. By far, I don't think we played our best game, but we hung in tight. That grittiness, we, we know that when Herder's off, Monk's going to take care of it. If Sabonis is off link, he made and gave us 14 great, 15 great, whatever minutes he had and played his ass off. Like, I felt like almost everybody on that other side, you got a good look at what they all did. Yeah. At I, almost their best. I, and we took it. You know, I you used to say that, but, like, you know, Clay cannot. Clay took. That's the one thing tonight. I was surprised. And maybe you give the Kings defense some credit because I felt like they did play some decent mm-hmm. defense. Uh, especially Fox getting to the guys. We mentioned Mitchell. I thought the extra efforts were there, the scramble plays mm-hmm. where they can kill you. But Golden State shot 53s tonight. And I know they can hit them, sure. but when all I heard in the ramp up to this is like, oh, they can get to the rim on Sacramento, then do it. 
Because the Kings scored 60 points in the paint. The Warriors scored 44. The Kings were 30 of 56 in the paint. Golden State, 22 of 34. So, yeah, you give the Kings defense credit. But I thought the Warriors took some bad shots tonight. Yeah. And this is kind of the, this is kind of the yeah, habits yeah. they get into, right? Like, they get into these things where they'll take these crazy-ass shots. And over the years, it's it's worked sometimes. But that that's I'm wondering if they'll be a little more disciplined headed into uh, game two. But that's what a seven-game series yep. is, right? It's all about yep. who makes the best adjustments. Yep. Who can adjust and adapt and come in that next game? And we'll see what they I – mean, but you're right. But that's been their MO forever, though. Mm-hmm. Forever. that They live and die by that yeah, a lot of times. So. 50 just – it just felt like, especially with a defense like Sacramento, that they could have tried to attack a little more and, and make some things happen. But, hey, we'll see what they look like in game two, man. I'm definitely going to have to make it out to one of your shows and do some while. So mad I missed the last two. And you guys are some of the, you two are, are legends in this city and rightfully so. And you guys make this city better. Dude, stop. Absolutely. Stop. I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah. We'll let you know when we do another live show for sure. Love you guys, man. Keep up the great week. Light that light beam. Light that beam. Let's go. I want to light the beam with Matt Barnes right now. Mr. Nunez says Warriors played good defense too. You got to give them credit there. No dribble handoffs for Herter. Great pressure and closeouts for Keegan and great defense on Sabonis. Yeah, they did. And that's the thing is that Kings just have some other weapons that were they were able to still take advantage when you got Fox and Malik Monk being able to break guys down, get to the basket. That was big time shit. Do you want to see Draymond? Let's go to Draymond for a second. Yeah. Do you want a little Draymond? Yeah, Draymond? I do. Do you guys do. want a little Draymond? I'm... This is Draymond. He just put out a podcast. <laughs> Draymond Green, make sure you subscribe no, to the sh- volume, uh, level to reach, and things that we can do, um, you know, to kind of counter their attack, um, you know, and we'll talk about a little bit of that. Let's get right into okay. it. Dubs lost the game 126, 123. Okay, it's a little okay. weird that it seems like he's doing like a night chat. Like, all right, yeah, let's do a little reset. We lost the Being game. Being quite honest. Um, you know, to have Steph with a shot to tie the game and go to overtime, I didn't think we played great. I thought we played pretty good, um, but I think there's a lot of things we can do better. And so uh, just with that, um, you know, you got to feel decent about the game and about where we can go. Obviously, we don't do moral victories. Sounds like he kind of is. Wait, is and- this Tremont? Tremont throwing the moral victory in a playoff game? And it's weird hearing a defending champ talk about <laughs> okay. like that only, beca- only because it's I'm like, trolling a little no, bit. No, no, I'm not trolling. I'm being serious. Only because throughout the game, we're like, wow, Kings are missing shots and they're still in this. Mm-hmm. I would just think that they would have a different mentality. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm not going to sit here and say we feel good about that. Like, fuck no. Like, we lost okay. the game. We're down 0-1. And you got to figure out a way to go get game two. Now, I'm saying that uh, this is the playoffs. And you got to win one on the road. Whether that's game one, two, five, or seven, don't really matter. Uh, you'd rather it be sooner rather than later. But um, we know that. We understand that. And we're not folding to that. Uh, De'Aaron Fox finished the game with 38 38- <laughs> And five assists. We definitely have to um, do better on Fox. Uh, he, you know, he he had five threes. Um, yeah, but he also cooked you guys. He got great looks. And he was four of eight from three, just to be clear. But um, And that wasn't really expected, but he shot the ball well. I remember having him on the show, and he was saying, like, he needed to take the shot more. And, um, you know, he took him tonight. He knocked him down. Uh, you know, you got to live with that. You got to give up something. And 
you know, he hit the shots tonight. Uh, you know, next game you want to make it a little tougher on him if you can, but uh, in, in making a game plan, there are things that you'll live with and things that you want. That's fair. And what you can't live with is De'Aaron Fox being a one-man fast break. You can't live with him getting into the paint every possession. Uh, those are tough things to deal with. Um, Malik Monk had a game off the bench, 32 points. Uh, De'Aaron Fox may get 38 points, and, you know, he's obviously capable, but more than capable, even if he didn't do it tonight, of getting 38 points. And but you can't give up thirty two to Malik Monk off the bench. Now Malik's is that kind of? I'll be honest. I I think it's a little disrespect there. Whoa. Malik Monk gets buckets. Malik Monk just need an opportunity in the league, and he's starting to get it. He could definitely give you buckets. I mean, we saw him score forty plus points against the Clippers this year. I I, I do find that a little interesting. He's, but he wait wait wait. But just letting you know, he's not the only one. Because I had Warriors people after the game be like, "Yeah, you wouldn't have expected that from Malik Monk." And all I'm thinking is like. Yeah, you would. I mean, because he, he can. He can. He's not like, here's the difference. Like, Jordan Poole is, is like chaotic and inconsistent. Malik Monk might have his chaotic energy. He, there, there's some similarities there in their chaotic nature for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's definitely more consistency there. There's better, there's a lot more... Uh, games where even if he's chaotically on the floor and it's not the right energy you want, I think Mike Brown does a good job of shortening that leash and making adjustments so he's not doing that and to just balance him out a little bit more and get him back out there and or just not use him in that game, right? Yeah, I'm, I was surprised that Malik, uh, I'm surprised that Draymond was saying that. But let's see. You want to continue on a yeah, little bit? Yeah. Like we're not, we can't watch a whole 15 No, minutes. no, no. Sorry. I'm just, I, I, I like little his more, breakdown. He's an incredible player. Uh, he, you know, he, he was two for four from the three, so it wasn't three-point line. But he got downhill and put a lot of pressure on our defense. Uh, he got shot 14 free throws. And he was 14 of 14 from the line. Uh, you might have saw me talking to him those last couple of free throws. Like, man, you always won. Like, you... You know, you, you, you pass your percentage now. I think the numbers got to play how you always want. He knocked him down. Uh, but he had a big game. Trey Lyles also had a big game off the bench. Uh, damn Lyles right he did. 17 points off the bench. So there it is right there. Like, you give up 49 points off the bench to two guys. It's hard to overcome that. Uh, 17 offensive rebounds. Uh, we got to, you know, their offense, when, they, when nobody had nothing going, what kept them in the game was the offensive rebounds. And, you know, if you in, in a situation like that, when you're on the other side of it, you're, 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 you're watching that game or you're in that game and you're like, yo, we're not playing well and we're right here. But how do you get right there? Like I said, for them, it was the offensive rebound. So that's something that we have to clean up. We know we're a team of capable of rebounding when we lock in on that. And it's going to be a five-man effort. Uh, they're crashing the boards from the corner, from the top. They're sending everybody to the glass. Dang so rebound. it's going to be a five-man effort. Uh, cleaning up the boards. If they're if they're long rebounds, we have to make sure we're coming back in and getting those rebounds. Uh, but we didn't do a good job of that tonight, and ultimately, it ended up costing us the game. So, uh, those are a couple things that we could have done better. Steph um, finished with thirty. Uh, he he started to get it going there after that first quarter, and you can kind of see him, uh, you know, figuring out his spots and and reading the defense and seeing, you know. Figuring their coverages out, and once he figured them out, he got going. Uh, Wiggins. Wiggins was 13, 17 points off the bench in 28 minutes. Uh, 
we're a different team when Wiggs is here. Yeah, so I agree with that. And if you guys want to listen to more Dre's podcast, you can just go check it out. But, yeah, I mean, I agree with what he's saying there. Like, the, the one thing we didn't really see tonight in game one was kind of that all-out Warriors blitz where you're like, oh, God, here they go. You know what I mean? Well, like, you, and, yeah. Go ahead. You, you saw in that third quarter when that cushion was there – they didn't, but they didn't like, like you said, it wasn't that all out blitz where you just were like, oh shit, yeah, we're I done. Mean, Steph can get absolutely, I mean, we've seen Clay Thompson score yeah. 37 points in a quarter against Sacramento Kings. So we've seen this before from them. So yeah. And, and the Wiggins factor is, is something to watch too, because I felt like when he came in, it seemed like he was just knocking down every shot. He went cold late, but you know, he's just getting back. Um, you want to talk to some more people? Sure. Check in with our guy, Leezy. Hi, Leezy. Yo. What's up, dude? Yo, what's up, Deuce and Mo? What's popping, guys? How you doing, Leezy? Did you have fun tonight? Man, I had more fun yesterday at the Deuce and Mo live event at the Russ Room. It was great seeing the whole uh, Deuce and Mo community, all the great people there. Joey Reagan, my new BFF. Seeing everyone, it was a great time, and I just wanted to thank you guys again. Okay, the event was really fun. It was not better than tonight's game. Let's be real. Yeah, let's just be real. Oh, okay. no. Yeah, uh, of course. Let's get to tonight's game. Right. Uh, first things first, shout out to Coach Mike Brown, Coach of the Year, out coaching Steve Kerr, coaching the pants off Steve Kerr. Uh, Trey Lyles played great. I love that he trusted Alex Lynn and let him get in the game. And Draymond Green sounding like a casual right now. This isn't Charlotte Hornets Malik Monk. This is the Sacramento Kings Malik Monk, and he was balling tonight. And also, hey, I'm I'm not going to get into it, but hey, Fox played great tonight. He showed up uh, on the biggest stage where he needed to. Um, and I think going forward, though, just being realistic, I think the Kings can win the series. Before the series even started, I said it was going seven oh. games. And I think... Really, realistically, if the Kings are going to win, they're going to need their guys like Herter to hit his threes, uh, Keegan to hit his threes, because um, the Warriors, they can get him up, and you're going to get outscored if you can't keep up in scoring. And I know the Kings and Warriors are one and two, but still, you know, if anyone can keep up with them, it would be the Warriors. Lazy. Yeah. Stay fired up, man. <laughs> I can tell you what. I love it. Your Miami Heat. Whew. Oh, man. Come that, on, dude. That old-ass team. Oh, it's nice. tough to watch. It is. It is really hard to watch. I wish they would. You know what's going to happen, Deuce? I'm a, I got the NBA script right here in front of me. You know what's going to happen? The 76ers, who's a regular season team, they're going to lose in the playoff, and Embiid's going to come run into Miami. But we're talking about the Kings tonight. We got to stay focused, man. Don't be taking straight shots at me right now. All right, Lizzie. You have a good night, man. Pre good seeing you last night. Good seeing you, too. You guys have a good night, you uh, coming through. Uh, someone in the chest says, bro, sound like he's recording his own podcast. That's lazy. <laughs> Love his energy. Love his energy. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, what's up, Mari? What's going on, dude? Hey, what's going on? Hey, hey, did you have fun tonight? I had a great time. What was your favorite part about the game? Uh, I'd have to say it was the fans that was my favorite part. I love his energy compared to Lizzie's energy. It's just like... Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. Mar Mari sounds like he went. There's a funeral that took place at Golden One Center tonight. Like, 
I was I was actually at the game and I was screaming so much that I lost. My oh, mind. that's what I love. To I hear. thought your voice was just cracking because you're growing up before our eyes. How old are you now? I'm 15. Oh, oh my god. god! I remember when he was just like this. He little... was just 13 the other day. He's, yeah. And now he's heck? 15. This is insane, Mari. That's so. Are you just so glad as a young Kings fan that you're finally witnessing some his first playoff game? Let's give it some his yeah. first playoff game tonight for Mari. Was that so cool getting that finally? Yeah, it was. It was amazing. And at the end of the game, um, we started chanting "Light the Bean." I, I kind of teared up because, like, oh. it like waiting for so long, like to get to the playoffs and to actually win, and like not for it to be like just a blowout. Like it was actually a good game. He's been waiting his whole life. Literally, literally his Dude. whole life. Mari walking out of the building. I um was recording and then I, I walked up to a Warriors fan and I everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Asked him what he thought of the game. He, he sighed and he said, man, it was a good game. Yeah. It, dude, it, it's going to be a good series. It's going to, I really think it's going to be a good series. When someone says it's going to go seven, it just scares the shit out of me. I just, this, uh, it was just, it, it, so it is weird experiencing a play. Like we watch the playoffs every year, just not with the Kings in it. Right. It's been a long time. Yeah. So watching it tonight and did it not feel like every possession mattered. Every little tweak. It just seemed more physical. It seemed like more, every rebound was more impactful. A missed shot, a missed free throw. Everything seems so much bigger in the postseason. Yeah. Well, well, Mari, I'm glad you got to witness your first playoff game. I'm glad you had fun tonight. And um, thank you for coming back here and seriously for always being here. All right. There's Mari. Appreciate you checking in, man. First playoff game for him tonight. His voice is like this. All right, here's someone that's in our Discord all the time. His name is Normie. He's a very emotional Kings fan, but Ooh. he's been very optimistic. And I'm sure he's feeling good tonight. What's up, Normie? Hey, dude, so I do apologize if my uh, microphone or my it, Yeah, it's not kind it, of poor. It, it, it's, it's all right. A little tipsy. Um, yeah, I do apologize if the quality is low. Um, it's just a crazy, crazy. Man, it's crazy to think like 10 years ago, this team went from almost leaving the city. And I definitely remember like nine years ago when I was watching one random game. You know, there was that game where Clay went like 37 in the quarter. And it's just insane. Like this one matchup I won. Oh, did we lose Normie? Normie, you cut out, dude. Going oh, once. Normie. Going twice. Normie, dude, you cut out. Sorry, oh. Normie. Now we have to go to... Now we have to go to a guy that everyone loves. I need to tell a story about this, Okay, too. okay. So uh, we're, let's go to our buddy. Everyone's been waiting for him. His first playoff appearance on Night Chat. He is one and only Coach Nick. Hi, Coach. What's up, Ducemo? Oh, uh, Nick. Yep, yeah, Nick's got something on his face. What's on your face, So Nick? yesterday at the live show, Nick was there. I did not know Nick was going to be there. He showed up at our live show. 
And we had it all planned out. Yeah. We had our guy Dylan on stage, who did an amazing job. Amazing. He is the guy who sings the Deuce and Mo. So he was singing the song to start the show. We kind of mapped it out. He was going to sing, do an intro, music hit. We come out to music. So we're backstage waiting in the green room for the queue. And Dylan sings the song, and then it kind of goes away. Yeah. We're like, wait. What what's, happened? what's happening? Well, it turns out Nick went on stage and tried to grab the microphone to sing the song. And he had to be asked to go back to his seat. Is that true? Yes. Why did you feel like you should be on stage in our show? <laughs> because because I wanted to be gas. Number one, Please rinse out. Can you, why can you rinse out your mouth or something? What's on in the background? Turn your TV down. We're doing the show, Nick. This is the playoffs. You're treating this like it's a preseason game. This is the playoffs. We just beat the Warriors, and you have the TV on in the background. Or is that better? Way yes, better. Dude. Yes. What do you What do you think of the game tonight? Hey. Can you do the fire laser? Uh, no, you need to answer my questions. Oh. I'm not doing that yet. I need you. It, I felt I it, the game was pretty good tonight. I enjoyed it, and you know what? I enjoyed with the purple beam tonight. Aww. Did you were you? And the, you know what? And the Warriors are too small. Oh, do do the thing. Do the thing, Nick. Yeah, do the too small sign with your hand. The okay. Warriors are. Two oh, small. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Uh, Nick, you did win game one, but there's game two. Game two is Monday night, 7 o'clock, Golden One Center. What's your message to the team? We are going to win and light the beam in front of their faces. Oh, oh, God. Okay. Were you at the game tonight or are you outside? I was outside. Was it fun out there? It, it, it was good. It was a little hot, and then we went to the bar at halftime. Oh, did you you have a little drink? I had Sprite. Yeah, Ooh. you're getting wild tonight. All right, uh, I'm going to give you what you want, Nick. Arm the laser. Army the laser! Begin laser ignition! Fire the laser! Yeah. Oh, my. Hey, Morgan, did you... Re how was it? How was it on... Uh, NBC Sports today. It was great, Nick. Thanks you, for time asking. Out, what, did you have fun at our show last night? Yes, I did, and I got the people to pump up, and I heard I liked that song when you said, "Shut up and like the beam." Can you sing that song? No, not we're tonight. not going to sing it tonight. Not tonight, Nick. Not tonight. But you stay tuned. Hey, like the beam. Like the beam. Like the beam. Like the beam. All right, Nick. How about why light not the beam? Light the why beam? not light the beam? I don't like that one as much. I no, like it because he likes okay. it. All right. Well, why not light the beam? Why not that's light fair, the beam? That's fair. Sleep beams. Sleep beams. Sleep beams, Nick. Oh, my God. You guys, also, before the show started, he was up on the stage, I guess, getting people to say, light the beam. Light the beam. It was his show, and we were just, we were the guest hosts. Imagine if we had security take him out like he was E40. And it's like, dude, they treat they treat Nick so well. And then we just have security or just like there's like footage of him take getting him out. tased. No, he doesn't come on stage. Tase him. Our show. Get out of here. Put the phones away. We're tasing Nick. <laughs> oh, Nick. Uh, oh, my God. So great. 
All right, let's see. Um, let's check in with Dave. Hi, Dave. Hey, um, how's it going? Good. Man, what do you think tonight, man? I, you, know, you know what? Before I ask you what you think tonight, you were tripping in Discord. Oh, oh the Arco Thunder Warriors fans aren't going to be there. They're going to be there and take over. Can you, right now, in front of a thousand people live, admit you were wrong? Yeah, it was wrong. I mean, Kings fans showed out tonight, and it was insane. I mean, I was in the building, and it was just wild. Like, even before the game, when the Kings came out of the tunnel, like, the decibel level, I'm probably going to lose years off my hearing from this game, for sure. Oh, 100, all of us. I don't even know why my voice is gone. I wasn't even using it, so maybe just whenever I was trying to talk to somebody. But either way, the energy was phenomenal. What was your favorite thing about tonight's game? I mean, there was, I mean, this game had so many storylines in it. It was, it was just wild. Like you got the villains, you got the heroes, you got the old dynasty, you got the new guard, you got everything happening all in one game and it's back and forth. And, you know, if, if God forbid the Kings win this series, then, uh, you know, it's going to be a Hollywood movie one day. It was just built like that. And, um, I mean, when Harrison Barnes caught that ball, I knew he was going to step back and take that three. And that was just, just a huge shot when the Kings were, like, down. I mean, it was just a tough... I mean, every it was just going back and forth. And when the Kings were in big trouble, and Harrison Barnes just hit this, like, huge step back three. Dude, it like, was massive. Put them up. And I asked him yesterday, or a couple days ago at practice, I was like, is there a little extra something for you here? And he tried to downplay it, but... Let's be honest about it. Whether it's like an ex or like a, a former employer, you know, you always want to shove it to them. You want to shove it, right? Yeah, yeah. A little even, bit. Even if it's just like in the background, like there's a little. He bit. got replaced. They got KD. They said, "See you later, HP." And since then, he hasn't been in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. His first time going against this team, mm. you know damn well he wants to show out and. He had a couple of big-time plays in this game. He ends up finishing with 13 points, seven rebounds on 5 of 11 in that big three lay. That was that was an awesome moment. Yeah, I definitely had at least a couple threes in the first quarter. or I mean, a couple of steals, I meant, in the first quarter. Yeah. Where it was just yep. turning the Warriors over. three steals um, in the game. Yeah, and same with Fox. And Fox was huge on defense tonight. Um, just chasing down Steph and scoring 38 was just amazing from him. He was chasing Steph around all game long. Um, they switched him off him a few times, and they had Harrison like face guarding Steph. It was like a really interesting play by Mike Brown. Um, and the Kings and Monk was just insane, just getting downhill. The Warriors just couldn't do anything about Monk getting downhill. They're like way too small in the paint, and Monk can just jump higher than everyone on that team. Yeah, he is. They just couldn't do anything dude, about. Dude, he is such a good athlete, man. He'll get after it. Um, what what concerns do you have going into Game Two? Well, I mean, obviously the Warriors didn't shoot well. I mean, for all that, the Kings, people say the Kings were shooting well. I mean, the Warriors shot horribly as well. They only shot like, they shot 53s and only hit 16 of them. Yeah. So, I mean, they hit any number of those and this game's a different story. I mean, same with the Kings. I mean, but I'd say it kind of balances out. Like, Domas had probably one of his worst games as a Sacramento King, like tonight. And so, I mean, pressure's definitely on him to play better, but because we're not going to get that from Monk every night, and we're not going to get that from Fox every night. But um, and and that's kind of you know, if if Domas plays better, and be that's kind of that was we.
we played a little bit of what Draymond said um, after tonight's game on his podcast, and that's kind of what he's saying, right? You know, like there's De'Aaron's going to get his, but Trey Lyles, Malik Monk, it's not going to be them every night, and that's fine. Like they're capable of doing it, um, but with Domas, it's absolutely something we need to see. But at the same time, I don't know about you guys. He's so good that I don't doubt that he can, you know, right. make the right I, adjustments and, to be better next game. And I just also thought that he did such a good job on the glass, getting rebounds. Yeah. You know, five offensive rebounds are big. So if you're going to have an off night with the scoring, find other ways to impact the game. And he did in that way, you know, but the assist number is at two and he had 12 points. That's kind of, it's just a weird night for him. And yeah, you got to think he bounces back in uh, game two. I think the other thing, too, I thought the Kings tonight, there were, it must have been three three times at least, they got killed out of a timeout on, and I don't know if it's a focus thing, the timeouts are longer. The clay threes. The clay threes out of it's timeout. Yeah. And I'm like, you that, that can't mm-hmm. happen. No. Like, the focus has twice. to be there. Yeah. And there was another play, it might have been a, a, at the basket on an inbound. Where it yeah the Jordan Poole like it's it just that that those out. things can't happen they're deflating out of a timeout yep. you know and I think part of it too I just wonder if like you know the, the crowd's loud the timeouts are longer you're kind of waiting for the ball to be inbounded because you're waiting for the officials to get the cue from the TV broadcast that, all right we're going and that you're just like not focused locking quick though. but that has to you can't be getting beat on those plays yeah the Kings had some plays where they were just like really deflating and they came back from it, which was, I mean, it was super impressive. I mean, they're down 10 and it felt like the Warriors are kind of running away with the game, like being the Warriors and the Kings just kind of battled. Cause I mean, they had a couple of these out of timeout plays where clay just like instantly shoots the yep. uh, three. And those plays are really interesting. Cause like it's an out of timeout play where he's just like shooting a three with like 22 seconds on the shot clock. So I guess that's like hard. I mean, the Kings are kind of expecting like this full long drawn out play and then clay's just pulling the trigger instantly. Um, so I imagine that's what happened. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for game two, man. It's going to be fun to see what kind of tweaks yeah. are made, but great start. Now the pressure's on them to try to win a game in, in game number two. Oh yeah. Great show last night. Thanks, Thanks dude. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming out, dude. Appreciate you. There's our right, have yeah, a good yeah, Dave. Yeah. Dude. Fun crowd, man. I know. And we've had so many people go, are you guys going to do another live show? I, we we probably will at some point, but yeah. I, I just don't know when. And it might be a last-minute thing. We'll find out. Oh. Last couple of days have been, it's been, I mean, if you want to even go back to last night in Sacramento, Friday, we were in downtown, downtown early that day because we went to King's practice. Yeah. And then after, came back, got ready, went back downtown. And, oh my God, dude, it felt like a game day. You had the rally down at Doco, yep. uh, right outside the building, and then all up K Street. And the people at our event, Such dude, we had a vibe. hot crowd, man. It could not have been better. Dude, even Mark Spears, like I saw him tonight, he was like, uh, that sold out crowd you guys had. He was just super impressed. And I was like, thank you. No, it was, it was something else. Like not only what was going on, obviously with our show, um, De'Aaron Fox's mom, Lorraine Fox, who is just amazing, bought a ticket and showed yeah. up to the show. De'Aaron she- Fox's mom just showed up to our show. She just supports yeah, us. She's like, great. what the hell? Amazing. And yeah, it was, uh, that was cool. But like you're saying, the outside, the playoff playground, the rally, Doco area, 
everyone's looking, where do we watch the games and have a drink? And it's just a special, beautiful vibe right now in this city. Um, Darren in the chat says, I'm telling you, Deuce, if we stole this game, this series would have been a wrap. Ooh. If we stole this game, this series ends in four. That's according to Darren, the Warriors fan. Oh. Breaking news update. Uh, yeah. Ifs don't mean shit because the Kings won tonight. And breaking news. Oh. More breaking news. The Kings are not losing this series in four games. Um, look, to your point, though, if the Kings lose tonight, I'm not going to say the series is over. That's ridiculous. If you've paid attention to the Kings this year, like they've responded well after losses. They didn't yeah. really have any crazy long losing skids. They had the 0-4 start, a three-game losing skid in late November, something late in the year, but not really anything. Of, yeah. Uh, they didn't have like some major-ass funk. They respond well. But if you do lose this game tonight, yeah, yeah, there's a ton of pressure on you to win game two. You can't go down 0-2 on your home floor. Especially when it's your first time in the playoffs in 16 seasons. And for a lot of these guys, their first time in the playoffs. So, yeah, you don't want to be in that situation. And anything can happen going forward. But it, it's it got to feel wonderful for this young, I mean, sure, young King squad that – they got that win on their home floor and they didn't even play their best basketball. Right. I, I think that's the same thing that Draymond green was saying on his podcast. Like, you know, we stayed in this one and we didn't play our best basketball. Both teams could have played better. Now who's going to be the one that makes the correct adjustments for game two. See, and that's the thing. I, what, what I look like from a warrior's perspective tonight, and I saw some of Kerr's comments and I agree. And even what Draymond said, like, they didn't play their best tonight. Their shot selection wasn't great at times. Yeah. There's too many breakdowns. That's not something that should be happen happening with a team that's won championships like them. Like, all we heard about them going into the playoffs is they're locked in, man. The switch is hit. They're ready. Wiggins is back. All that stuff. And the Kings not playing well to me wasn't because they weren't ready. Mm-hmm. They played their asses off. They played physical. They got after the rebound. They got after rebounds. They won the rebounding advantage in this game, not only from the offensive perspective, but overall, they won the rebounding battle. They pushed the pace. They missed some shots. My, and Sabonis, they did a great job on Sabonis. My they, only challenge would be back to just saying what you were saying about the, the Warriors being defending champs and saying like they're, they didn't play their best basketball, like they shouldn't be in that situation. I would just say that the Andrew Wiggins um, situation, him coming back into the rotation, but coming off the bench, and even though having him back is exactly what the Warriors need, it's still got to be a little weird. Oh, yeah, it's going to take and, time. And I think that's what maybe is, is one of the reasons why they weren't playing um, their best basketball, too. All right, we're going to get a few more in. I know we've had, we have some people waiting. If we don't get to everyone, we'll get to you guys next night chat. It's a long series. That's the other thing I'm going to say tonight. Yeah. We're enjoying tonight. The Kings won. You should be should be amped. They have a 1-0 series lead on the champs. Long way to go. It's a long way to go. This is a seven-game series. Not going to... I'd be saying the same thing if they lost tonight. Long series. Oh yeah. Let's uh so enjoy the ride. Enjoy enjoy these moments, but understand 
there's stuff that lies ahead. Um, let's check in with Chef Goat Murray. <laughs> Chef Goat Murray, what is up, dude? Chef. It always takes a second Goat on Twitter Spaces, so. Murray. Chef Goat. My gosh, Twitter Space. Can I, Twitter Spaces. Lag time, awful. Well, I think Twitter Space has been around a long time now. Can we get the lag time better on well, Discord? I could just pop people in, no problem. I think sometimes people have troubles with um, pushing the talk button after, too. It shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't be. Well, sometimes I do. Uh, let's check in with Alex. What's up, Alex? Alex. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The Twitter. What's up, dude? Yeah, I, Twitter. I agree. Twitter spaces, man. They got to tweak some things to make it a little, little bit better. Yeah. But, uh, but I want to say amazing game. Uh, first off, great meeting you guys uh, the other night too. It was a awesome little event. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you guys will do much bigger venues and, you know, get that crest theater like you want. I think it'll be awesome. So, uh, but it was awesome tonight just to meet you guys. And then honestly, for me, just an amazing experience. And then I'm in between the last, you know, seeing you guys and then the game today, I got to watch the, somehow I got snuck up online, but that 30 for 30 with the, about the Kings, uh, it, it was, uh, emotional. So just going from that all the way into, uh, this amazing game tonight, it was just a wonderful, wonderful, uh, last, I don't know, 24 plus hours, I say. So for sure. Yeah, dude, the game was so fun. It was, it was epic, man. Um, and, yeah, it was. It just felt good to have playoff basketball in Sacramento. The lead up, and I, I think too this for like someone like De'Aaron Fox. All right, now you have a, your first game under your belt. Yeah, your first playoff experience. You went through the jitters, and I don't know were the Kings missing shots early because they just missed shots. Some of the Warriors' defense was it some playoff jitters too? Like, hey, this is our first time here. Are we rushing things? I'm sure all of that kind of factors into a game one. So game two, maybe it looks a little better for them too. Yeah, and, I, and you know, for me, obviously, you kind of need your stars. Always be great. Fox and Sabonis. Even Sabonis wasn't very scoring. He was still giving the rebounding and just, you know, still with the presence inside. And shout out to Alex Lynn, too, who I thought was super. He was, you know, he had an extended stretch there, you know, later in the game. And because he was just really defensively, just he was a, he was a, a I thought he was a difference maker. And, I, and he deserved that defensive player of the game, Chan. I thought that was a, you know, you didn't necessarily miss bonus as much as I think because of his presence. I thought it was very much felt. Hey. So I think unsung hero of the game for sure is Alex Lenz. No, I don't even think it's unsung. I think we've sung it enough, the Alex mm-hmm. Lenz song, because he comes in, if my notes are correct, he came in at the 311 mark of the third quarter, yeah. and Sabonis came back at the 753 mark of the fourth. So Len played a significant chunk of this game yeah. when the Kings end up taking the lead and yeah, I thought he was he was massive, you know, having his size, rebounding, having a guy that could protect the pain a little bit. That it, it was huge. It was absolutely huge for Sacramento. And I and I always think too, the other thing is, you know, uh, you really need between Murray, Herder, and Monk. You need at least one of for the Kings. I think to win, you need one of them to get hot. And I think it was Monk tonight. And if you get two of the three of those guys in a good game, then I think the Kings are really hard to beat. And if all three are playing well, then it's just game over. But, uh, yeah, honestly, it was just enough to win. It, it wasn't a perfect game by both teams. I thought, actually, you know what, you saw 
you, you, we think, yes, it's high scoring, but there was defense by both teams. And it was like, and it, you saw like, I think a week of, a week, you know, game planning for both sides kind of show up in this game. And I think you're going to see, I don't think yeah, you're going to see, I think offenses have to adjust. I think there was some, I think I, I thought the defense was actually impressive on both sides. I thought there was definitely, they had, you know, some good game plans there. Yeah. So I think it was going to be a great series. It's going to be a great, great series. It's going to be emotional, man. It's going to be crazy. It's going to get chippy. I thought it got chippy a couple times. I had, you saw Trey Lyles and Draymond Green kind of stare at each mm-hmm. other after Lyles swiped Ooh. down on that hard foul. How about the play late where Sabonis and Draymond, I don't yeah. know. Like, did I don't know Sabonis, Sabonis pull, pull him down, or Draymond or did the whole like back into him. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe either. both things happened. Both and then like Draymond like definitely like put all of his body weight in Sabonis. And then both, they were like down on the ground. Everyone else is playing. Those two are like down on the other side of the court. Four on four. That was crazy. All right, Alex. Thanks so much for checking in, dude. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's say, but let's, can't wait for game two. Can't wait for game two. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. It's gonna be a TNT game. Your voice cracked like Play a twelve-year-old. Yeah. Alex. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know why my voice has gone so annoying. <laughs> well, we did a live show last night too. Are y'all inviting Wob? Dude, Wob could come on anytime. I, don't, I DM'd him. I think but she DM'd him to it just let him know. I don't know what he's doing. It's it, it it's hard to organize. We're both live. I think is he still live right yeah, now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so it's it's kind of hard to organize something like Let's that see. when we're both live. Yeah, I like, well, is it this thing that three hours ago? Well, he's on YouTube too. I mean, he's all over. He's okay, yeah. He's like us. He's on like multiple platforms. Yeah, who am I kidding right now? Come on now. Um, I don't see that he's lying. Yeah, maybe he's not. Mm. Uh, what's up, Liz? What's up, Elizabeth? What's going on, guys? How are you guys doing tonight? We are good. so good. How are you? Oh, I'm exhausted, but I'm good. Good. <laughs> it's been, oh. a, been a long day, but it's been a fun day. Good. Did you go to the game? Where Where were you? How do you watch? No, I I watched it at home, but um, yeah, it was just it was crazy to be uh because like watching the pregame show, um, you know, on NBCS, like I started tearing up when they, like they brought the players out and it was like, get crazy. And Kyle like threw off his headset or like earpiece and started clapping because they couldn't even hear what they were saying, like each other were saying. So it was, it was just super cool to see that and just see how loud the crowd got. So Kyle yeah, playing up the crowd, up. man. That's it. That's a, that's a Kyle. Try. It's Kyle's a showman, man. That's a, that's, that's a great, that's a great, Way to get a pop right there. They're off the headset. No, no, ah, let's go. I love it. That's yeah, cool. it was it was awesome to see. And just the crowd throughout the game was just so special. And, you know, watching the, you know, the video that they dropped last night, like the 30 for 30, you know, about the whole keeping the team in Sacramento. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought that was great leading up to today's game because uh, it just got kind of everyone in their fields and all emotional. But, yeah, just uh, such a great game. And this team... They just continue to, you know, I think surprise people and just do the do the right things. And like Trey Lyles and Leek Monk were just absolutely huge tonight. Alex Flynn was absolutely huge. Um, you know, the starters were struggling quite a bit, especially shooting. Like Kevin Herter, uh, Keegan Murray, uh, Harrison Barnes definitely hit a nice three at the end there. But yeah, I'm just so proud of what this team has accomplished this year and what they continue to accomplish. So it's going to be a really exciting series. I think this is um, a huge test for them. But if they can get past it, I mean, people are going to really Really start talking about Sacramento. Yeah, I, I think people are going to be talking about Sacramento. They're doing it tonight. Yeah, you know, they appreciate are. Liz. Appreciate you uh, checking in with us. Yeah, I. It was so cool to say Sports Center was 
showing like what it looked like outside going once and after the game. And did yeah. you see some of the videos that were out there? Yeah. After the game? At oh, no, not after the game. I game. saw before the Dude, game. King's Herald put one up that Sports Center shared. Oh, my well, God. I saw my, my family chat. My mom and dad were outside and took a photo, which I just, I love. They're always, they're, they're like the types that cannot stay up late. And the fact that they were just like, beam oh my god i mean just are like, you but kidding look how me epic it looks it's like it's full of people the beam is lit the lighting on the holy arena. shit this is this is an atmosphere that sports teams around the world would love to create and you can't fake it you oh can't that fake is it. such Kings a cool fans shot. just wanted a team that could compete and be in the playoffs again and tonight they got a team that's in the playoffs that is showing like, hey, we belong here. Yep. This isn't just a cute little story. This isn't just like, hey, the Sacramento Kings ended the streak. And that's why this year feels so different, too, is it's not like the Kings just like got in. They won the play in. They won 39 games and got in or they were just the seventh seed. And they're playing the big bad Warriors. No, they're the number three seed. They're the team in the NBA that gets kind of dumped on because they stayed healthy and didn't do the load management thing. It's like, no, they play hard. They play their guys. They play fast. They play at a pace that's like nonstop, whether it's full court, half court. They belong here. Does that mean they're going to win the series? Not necessarily, but they are going to compete their asses off, and people are going to walk away after this series going, they got something here in Sacramento. And if they keep tweaking this thing, it could be something really special. De'Aaron Fox is a guy, and he showed it tonight. On national TV. I love that it tipped off at 5.30 because that means it was 8.30 p.m. East Coast time. All those people on the East Coast, they stayed up and watched that game. Yeah. Everyone in the basketball world was tweet tweeting about this game. Yeah. Tonight. No, and I think one of the coolest things, too, about all this is I just think about the sustainable success for the future. No matter what is the fact that they reached the postseason they didn't limp in just like you said yep. they reached the number three spot in the western conference in a western conference where all these teams were bunched up together uh just so much going on there in the western conference and they were there they're the real deal and i just think that has been so exciting but i think it's even more exciting to think about what this means for their future and how they can grow from this series no matter what from each win from each loss whatever's going to happen uh shout out to the ten dollar donation from New Aperture. <laughs> New Aperture. Okay. Attend the game, and the atmosphere was just rocking from outside to inside. Gold One Center. Keep up the great work. Deuce and Mo. Go Kings. Thank you so much. Thank you. A shout out to uh, Morgan's brother, Jesse, who Jesse. was at the game tonight. He donated five bucks to oh my his God. sister, huh? Says Malik Monk Thank is you. my man. He loves Malik Monk. Anytime Malik Monk does anything, family chat goes off, which is Jesse. My man. Yeah, Malik Monk has brought such a fun just vibe to the team he has that spunk that energy the soul so i love it he, and he gets i was watching him even during the game there was um i think there was like a call that the the crowd didn't like a couple of times by the way officiating tonight i thought they let him play i thought the kings they were physical with curry at times on drives the kings got the kings got some calls tonight mm -hmm. 
You, you thought the fishing was bad? I thought it was a little, I thought there's a little bit of softness going on. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know. And I, I and I don't, I don't, I don't need to complain. There, I mean, every game's going to have bad calls. No, for sure. But it was like, I was waiting for it and I was like, okay, please just don't happen. You know, these Steph Curry moments. And, um, there was, there's, I think that charge that Davion was trying to take, or no, Steph was taking when Davion was going to the basket or something, and he fell before like anyone even mm, touched him. Yeah, that was, yeah. that was, there was a, there was a few soft moments like that, and then Deer and Fox boxing out, and they like called something, and Jordan Poole flew when Deer when Davion Mitchell didn't touch him. There was a few too many of the soft moments where I'm like, just let him play physical. Like what, like what are we doing? But again. Not the biggest deal in the world, even if they had lost the game. It's so, not like that was would be why. My point to that was just at one point, Monk, who was not at the game at the time, was like, turn around to the crowd, go, yeah, boo. Like, he was, like, egging the Hell crowd yeah. on, and I love that shit. Hell, That's yeah. Great. That's, yeah, super yeah. fun. Yeah. I love the way that the crowd just loves that man. Let's check in with Sack King JD. What's up, Sack King JD? Welcome into Night Chat with Deuce and Mo. The Kings just won. They beat the Warriors in game one, 126, 123. What's up? How are you guys doing? We're good. What's up, dude? Oh, my. Oh, I, I think I lost my voice tonight. It sounds um, like you did. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize, but it was probably the best sporting event I've been to as a fan. Like, that was incredible tonight. But I thought we were all going to lose our shit when. I think it was like the third quarter. De'Aaron Fox went up just to go up, and he almost murdered somebody. Oh, my God. Dude, that moment and the other Dude. moment was at the end of the second quarter where the Monk scores, and then Fox had the steal. Oh and God. it looked like – and he made the shot after the buzzer. But the the crowd, when he got that steal – Couldn't hear anything. That was uh, – well, no, that was at the end. Of, that was the end of the third quarter, right? Yeah, it was the end of the third quarter. Right? End of the second. No. Yeah. When was it in yeah. the chat? Oh, wait, end of the first. Maybe it was the end no, of the It was not oh. the end of the first, Morgan. <laughs> okay, let my brain go. Golly. Oh, um, yeah, end of the first. Yeah, yeah, Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Did I write it down? This is bad. It, yeah. We're, we're blurring memories. Let's see what the I, chat I says. Remember, it yeah, was I end of the third because it was 91-90. I text you about it. It was 91-90. Okay, okay, I believe you. It would have been 93-90. Had he made the shot? I believe you. Yeah, you sure do. Yeah, people are saying it is the third. All right, yeah. all right. It was thanks. a crazy okay. sequence because the Kings took the lead on the Bleak Monk score, and then there was the steal, and you're going, holy shit, are they going to put more on the board? Yeah, that was crazy. Anyway, continue on. <laughs> and then also, the I felt like when we when Brown challenged the call and it, it, like it stood, then the Warriors challenged the call, and I was like, of course. It's the, it's the Warriors are going to get the call. And, of course, the call was reversed. I thought the fans were going to go down to the court and just start punching the freaking ref. <laughs> yeah, I guess Lyle's foot was on on the. Uh, was it the heel? The, line, the heel oh, of it. Legit, yeah. That well, that's what they said. Yeah, and then also the E forty thing. Like I know it's a random thought, but like he was right down below where we were, and like the Kings, the Kings uh, security are always like really, really good. And if they're kicking them out, like I'm pretty sure it's for a good reason, but. There were some Kings fans around him that were like, gonna like they were losing it. They were so mad at him. I'm not sure what happened, but it was it was 
it's kind of a weird situation. And I thought, oh, God, they're kicking out E40, and now the Warriors are going to win, and we're never going to hear the end of it. Oh, my uh, God. Well, we need to find out what went down because I'm so curious, and I love drama. Yeah, yeah. But um appreciate you guys so much. I couldn't get into the show last night because you guys were sold out, so that's a good thing to have. So next time. Next, next time, time, yeah. We'll, we'll do a bigger venue for sure, dude. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you guys. All right. See you, JD. See you, JD. All right. Uh, final thoughts, Morgan Reagan. So game number two will be Monday at Golden One Center. Oh, man. Um, just epic night in Sacramento. And I I hope it's one of those nights where it's not like, oh, I can breathe now. I need them to pedal to the metal. Go, go, go. It just like you were saying how Mike Brown was like, keep going push the pace i don't care let's go i need to see that all the way through i really do do game by game um you just can't let up you can't let up against the defending champs the the golden state warriors they'll it's bounce not, back they're not get, going to go away easy no you're gonna have to no. earn this um i know i said final thought but the last time i did this it worked out well we had a great caller if i'm not mistaken from mississippi you remember so let's see i there's one person left i'm gonna get to Venom Fury. What's up, Venom Fury? What's up, guys? How we doing? Good, man. There's a lot of pressure on you as the final one of the night. Uh, I'll try to live up to expectations, man. This, this, it was a crazy night. I was, uh, I was actually able to make it to section nine one six, which was, oh, it was a blast. Seeing Doko just packed to the brim with like Kings fans. Dude, how was it out there? Did it get loud on those big plays? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the the speaker on the on the big screen was cool. Like everybody could hear everything, but it was packed. Everybody was screaming. Everybody was jumping up and down. I think right after um right after the buzzer sounded and we won, the the, the gates in the back row of section nine one six. There were people behind them. They all just grabbed them and started ripping the gates down. So there were like metal gates that were falling down. People were still going insane. And then I think everybody just immediately went over and saw the beam after Damn. that. But seeing the the overhead shots of, of Doko and seeing everybody just packed and everybody just yelling and celebrating and and seeing the beam and it's just seeing that kind of playoff atmosphere is just such an amazing feeling to see this team that we had like kind of like mid, medium expectations for this season where like we thought they would make some splashes but we didn't think it would be anywhere near this point entering the season. So just seeing that we've lived up to the hype and some, and, and we're we're putting sack on the map is insane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was just it was cool to see Sacramento get that shine tonight. You know, as a city, as a fan base, and just like players like Fox, who look, I know he's an all star, and we all know him because we watch we him watch every him. night. Yeah, but dude, casual NBA yeah. fans are they're not like staying up on the East Coast to watch Kings games unless uh-huh. you're a hardcore NBA fan. So. You're turning on this game tonight. You're going, holy, who's this De'Aaron Fox guy? Yep. Or like, oh, damn, he's this good? So I'm I'm sure there's people walking away watching this game tonight looking at Sacramento a little differently from the crowd. And I don't know about you, but when I watch games, I love hot crowds. Oh, It's the same thing with wrestling. When I watch wrestling shows, crowds can make a game. Like, if you watch a wrestling event and the crowd's a dud, it takes away from it. Same with a sporting event. When you turn on a playoff game and it just feels like a regular season game, for example, watching Miami in the play-in, I'm like, this is boring. Like, (laughs) 
I know it's Miami and you guys show up late to everything, but can you guys get into it a little bit? Like, it's still fun. You still want to win. It's just awesome to turn on a game like, oh, shit. Like, the people in this city are feeling it this much. It, it, the energy there you was... You can feel it as a sports fan through the TV. You can feel it like... Oh, yeah. yeah. And you know the players are going to be tired after tonight. Morgan's voice is gone just gone. from the last couple of days. I, I think fans need tomorrow. Fans need tomorrow to kind of... Okay. Yeah. Whew, the Rest rally up. Friday, this, this. Decompress. Get ready for game game two. Because the fans are going to have to bring it for game two. Yeah. There's still, there's still a long ways to go. And uh, I just... I can't wait to see how far this team can go and how far ahead of the expectations we can go and how many people we can prove wrong. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that's a good way to uh, wrap up with the callers. tonight. I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Good to see you guys yeah. tonight, man. Have a good night. I'm glad we can have these moments. Absolutely. Let's go. Yeah, enjoy enjoy it. dude. Rest that voice. Yes, dude. Enjoy those moments. I think the one weird thing about the Kings being in the playoffs and like our responsibilities at games, I just haven't caught up on the rest of the NBA mm-hmm. tonight. Like, New York and Cleveland had a good game one. Where yeah. The Knicks won 101-97. Randall returned with 19 and 10. Brunson had a big shot late, had 27 points. Uh, Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, had 38 in the loss. Damn. Boston, Atlanta was not close at all. In fact, um, Boston pretty much dominated this game. The whole and, time. Yeah, they were up by 32 at one point. Ah, so well. that was nothing. And then... The Nets were in it kind of in the first half, but the Sixers pulled away one by 20. So it was good for the league to actually have a game that in the second part of the, the, the day with Sacramento, Golden State, and then New York, Cleveland actually being good. And then tomorrow we get four games. We get Lakers-Memphis game one at noon in Memphis, Miami-Milwaukee, the Clippers take on the Suns, and the nightcap Minnesota takes on Denver. I think Kings. I think Kings Warriors is going to be the best series out there. I mean, I, I, I could see uh, Cavs Knicks being pretty close. What? It's not, dude. Why? Be, be, this at, the atmosphere between. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. According to NBA people, like NBA fans, it's the Knicks. It's if, the, if this, I mean, Kings, I guess it's the Warriors. If this Kings Warriors series ends up being living up to like a, the hype of like tonight. Yeah. Which was a lot of hype going into it, but also being a good game. And it's, let's say it's a series that's just back and forth like this. I think we got to get a Kings Warriors ABC game on Christmas next year. Dude, you know how I feel. So you don't have to convince me. Convince the, the, the league. Convince the schedule maker. When there's a big game, the league has people in town. They're seeing this. They're going, holy shit, this crowd? It's, this I team? mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah. good for everything. So, well, guys, game one's in the books. Uh, what a weekend. Get some rest for Sunday. Enjoy basketball. Enjoy the awesome weather in Sacramento. The Sacramento Kings are up 1-0 in their series. Best of seven against the Golden State Warriors. We will be back live for game number two on Monday night for night chat. Then we hit the road. We leave for San Francisco Thursday. We'll be at games three and four in San Francisco. Do some mo on the road. That means a night chat from San Francisco on Thursday night. Mm. It's a busy week. We're going to have a ton of content on the YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. Make sure you uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts or Spotify as well. We love you guys so, so, so much. But we got to go. You're all so badass for joining us tonight. Can't wait till the next one. See ya. Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, they tell you what they know, Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo.
Noobs and Mo, Noobs and Mo, the podcast that you know, Noobs and Mo. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.